you're going to perform oral sex on him, then you can lick and kiss and suck and do whatever you like and do that up the shaft of the penis and along the side and around to his testicles. Hey, no problem. And then you take just the head of his penis in your mouth. That's all. And you drool great quantities of saliva down the shaft of his penis. And then you grip the penis very gently with your hand and you coordinate hand-mouth movements. So it's like that. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Second Ron. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. Uh, Harrison is in rehab, officially. He went to rehab uh, this week, and I haven't even heard from him. I think when you go into rehab, they take your phone away, and uh, you're not allowed to contact the outside world. And apparently, I think, actually, he's in detox right now. So he's probably shaking somewhere, vomiting, having cold sweats, and he's probably not thinking about this show at all. However, I do want to check into him to find out uh, what's going on. But yeah, rehab um, and detox in particular can be a scary place. So anyway, um, yeah, we, we, we're, we'll probably end up uh, having Harrison back in about a month, but I'm not sure. So uh, this past week, I've been contacting slash begging slash bribing uh friends to be co-hosts for the next uh few shows so uh this week thankfully actually even on short notice i was able to get a couple co-hosts we have ozzy tyler who's been on the show before yeah thank you very much for having me i i hope harrison's doing a lot better in rehab but i'm glad that he is because i'm here yeah. <laughs> way to be an opportunist exactly his yeah. suffering is my pleasure uh, we I'm also we, we also have casey on the show hey everybody Casey, who's uh, who's done radio with me for years. Yeah, I'm actually, back- I uh, I miss Wacker still. You know, God just, damn it! Why do you have to bring I his name? Miss up? him? I, God, I miss him. But right now, he's 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 apple picking. He's apple picking. Uh, yeah, Wackerly doesn't miss you at all. <laughs> you know, you know that. Yeah, he, he does not miss this show <laughs> at all. Even I though he it. met his wife through the show, does not even miss it. Well, yeah, I asked him to come to uh, co-host uh, the holiday show. He was like, "I'll do like ten minutes." Like why? He goes, just not up to it. Come on, God bless. Not up to it. Like what the fuck? It's exhausting. Yeah. So last time Ozzy Tyler was on the show, he was talking about how I don't I don't recall if it was like non consensual or consensual sex with an Aboriginal. It was definitely slave. consensual. Slave uh, not or slave. not slave? Oh, okay. No, no, we didn't thought, have that. that I thought was, like that your family it. had a plantation and you had a lot of Aboriginal slaves. Maybe I'm getting the, the yeah, story wrong. I saw that in a movie once. Yeah. <laughs> Drove him off a cliff at the end or something. It was very tragic. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. This conversation is getting hard. <laughs> so wait, so you had an Aboriginal girlfriend? Yeah, for a little bit. And your father, who owned the plantation, was upset about the interracial relationship. Well, never fuck the help. Come on, that's the number one rule. I mean, that's universal. Is that, is that what the deal was? Yeah, 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 sure, let's go with that. And so then he found out because he listened to the show and was like, 
Oh yeah. my God, my son is having sex with someone that's not white. Yeah, yeah. I had to fly back to Australia. Was punished for a couple months <laughs> yeah. for it, and then it eventually escaped and came back here. Well, I, I was worried because I was like, God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to have Tyler co-hosting the show again yeah. after that mm. that debacle. Yeah, but it's mm. good to have you back. Thank you. You know, Although with yeah. the new travel bans, I'm not sure if there is going to be an Australia ban given oh, okay. Trump's like interaction with Australia. But who knows? Oh yeah, I'm surprised uh, we're yeah, allowed to have Australian Australia Prime Minister in. called him a fucker or something like that. Yeah, oh, I, I heard it was the other way around. Oh, fine. That makes I, sense. I recall Trump was like, you're my bitch now, and I'm going to shove a can of Fosters up your ass. And While uh, drinking a can <laughs> of Fosters. <laughs> hey, as long as he's buying it, we get the dollar from it. It's fine. And, and Tyler is drinking a can of Fosters right here. Yeah, you and know. I think that does prove they, they drink Fosters. I, I think mean, so, too. That's yeah. why I got him one, uh, <laughs> yeah. so I could take a picture of an Australian drinking a Fosters. Just I did love that. Proof. As I walked in the door, you're like, by the way, that's for you. I'm yeah. like, oh. Oh, all right, free beer, why not? Well, that's the thing. You have an Australian in your house. You want him to feel comfortable. Yeah. So it's like you might as well get the Australian, you know, national beer. Mm-hmm. So. And, and it's got the Southern Cross on it and everything. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't anymore. It's got a kangaroo it's, in there. You oh, know. That, that's close. It is a kangaroo. Anyway, uh, good to have you guys uh, guys on the show. Right before Valentine's Day, um, what, do you have some big Valentine's Day plans? No. I have absolutely none. I have absolutely none. It's the what, first what time. What a surprise! In, it, it, I, I can't believe Casey doesn't have any any this, Valentine's Day plans. This is the first time in fourteen years I have nothing to do. Literally nothing. Oh, I can't wait. Nothing it's, going on. It's going to be violent masturbation mm-hmm. and PlayStation. So typical. Well, let me know what, when you're done masturbating, and I'll come over and play some PlayStation. <laughs> no, wait, what, what about the three hundred pound uh, girls that you've been dating on OKCupid? Um, you know, I don't have one lined up. Anyway, I wouldn't date one on on Valentine's oh, you Day. Yeah, I wouldn't take. That's, that involves public. Does that send the wrong like signals though? As yes, well, like, yes, yeah, exactly. I, I think exactly. the only the only time you're forced to endure Valentine's Day is if you're in a relationship, like me. Like I have or to just do started Day. dating. You or know, if you if yeah. you just started, that's and when I you got to take her to a year. nice like you take her to a fancy dinner. Sushi, you're eating sushi. You're not yeah. you're not getting out for less than one hundred and fifty bucks. If you've just started dating, you can't do Valentine's because that's too big. That's too big of a deal. That's so much commitment. Uh, yeah, I'll yes. put the kibosh on the future. If you man. Do, if you, what do you if you just ignore it completely oh, and don't God. hang out no, with her, you, you have the talk, and then you're like, all right, I'm, you go drinking with your mates. I'll go drinking with my mates. Uh, I don't know. Might be an Australian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good lord. I, I can't. You know, girls often like you know you have this pretense of like, oh, I don't care about Valentine's Day. A Hallmark holiday. They all say that. They, they care about Valentine's oh, yeah. Day. You oh, know. Yeah. Um, this year, uh, I was trying to think of like because it's just such a pain in the ass. I was trying to get my girlfriend to do it on Wednesday. What day Instead, is it? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah, I was trying to get her to do it on Wednesday, the day after, on the fifteenth, because it's way easier. Do it you on could, Monday, then. yeah, or, or Monday. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, it's. She was like, "No, well, what are we going to do on the day of?" Fuck. So I'm like, "Fuck." So I was like, trying to find a restaurant that make a reservation on fucking Valentine's Day. Called like fucking four or five places. They're all booked. Oh yeah, good and they all have that. like these pre fee dinners that cost like 180 yeah, bucks a prefix. person. Yeah. So I was like looking around, and I had a great idea. I got a reservation at that fucking weird French restaurant at the Celebrity Center what? in the Scientology building. What? <laughs> what? Do they have alcohol there? Yeah, dude, they have a restaurant. It's like a French yeah, yeah. restaurant. It's fancy. 
And it's not, I mean, it's a, maybe it is, I mean, maybe they give you the Kool-Aid or something in your, in your uh, meal, but it looks really fancy. And so I call them up and sure enough, they had open tables. Right. So I got a reservation. Maybe Tom Cruise would be there. You'd save money and cook from home though, right? You can do the big romantic You can, dinner, you can do that. Like, but wait it's a second. Be good. Who's it's, the Jew here? Yeah. I, I, I thought, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, God, save money. Valentine's <laughs> Day. And cook from home. You know, it's more romantic I, as well. I got to defend them. I'm, I'm trying to save money on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no. I'll even hold off on a date to do it after. You what know? do you make it like roast wallaby? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Some I've got the Barbie set up on the balcony. She walks in. Like you've got a bottle of wine on the table. It's like a turducken. You can stuff it with another wallaby. Yeah. You know, the I've, wallaby I've, goes in the kangaroo bottle, <laughs> and the koala's in the wallaby. Oh, I would eat the fuck out of that. I've been dating my girlfriend long enough where I probably could do that. I probably could make a romantic meal. But if you just met a girl, you can't fucking cook a home. You can if you put effort in. Effort. On Valentine's Day? Effort, dude. How good effort. of a cook are you, though? Yeah, yeah I'm a I've horrible done it. cook. I've done it. I can make like two things. So ramen and some veggies put yeah, in there. Yeah, she's not going to be impressed with it. What I usually do is frozen veggies with some like progressive soup and I mix it together yeah, and there you well, get a stew. You're never getting anal again. If yeah. That's <laughs> you know. So, okay, two years ago, I just started dating this broad and uh, Valentine's Day rolls around and I'm, and I'm, I'm like, Tyler, I might want to save a few bucks, but I can fucking cook, right? <laughs> we go up to the fish market. I get two Dungeness crabs. That's 50 bucks right there you know i'm yeah, not fucking yeah, around yeah. you know and then i get a pound of live shrimp right we go home we make the crabs we get the crabs we start fucking before the shrimp are even, is even done she has like two you know i put the rest in the fridge and i she goes home and i, I start munching on them or whatever next day at work i'm just sitting there one minute i feel completely fine the next minute i'm fucking green i'm running out of the office to the bathroom rooster tail <laughs> just soup 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 out of my asshole meanwhile the taste of shrimp is coming in my mouth. Like, I can taste oh. shrimp. Did you eat her out? Uh, I, <laughs> I might have even looked ass. So I'm sitting there at work, and I'm trying to decide, do I puke between my legs while I'm shitting? Like, what, what's, what's God, the appropriate... Could you imagine what, being in the stall next to your oh, stall? Oh, like, God. I, think it was empty, thank I would God. have left. Holy shit. So then I'm thinking, I got this broad sick, you know? So then I grab a garbage can, get in my car. I'm driving home, just praying. Oh, God. Oh, I just got to get home with a garbage pan between my legs. Get home. I'm like, I got to call her. So I call her. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> What's she saying? And she goes, you know, I didn't feel quite right. But she only had two shrimp, thank fucking God. Oh, man, dude. You I ate get... the rest. I had a pound. It was fucking good goddamn shrimp. I wasn't going to leave it, you know? <laughs> Holy Give your date fuck. food poisoning does not guarantee a second date. Holy fuck. And that's another thing, too. If like you get food poisoning with a girl and you're out with her, it's like, what, what do you do in that situation? You just tell her to leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you gotta you be alone. Go I needed it? to be alone for about three days after that. Yeah. Ah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's that's the worst. That's the worst. So are you still on the uh, the old dating apps? I've been slowing down. I've been slowing down in my older so, age. So Casey was using like all of them. All like, of you're them. doing. You were just yes, spreading yes. it out there. I was even like, trying the plenty of fish, which is absolute garbage. Plenty of fish. So wait, you did okay, Cupid, Tinder, and plenty of fish. Uh, yeah. Plenty of fish. Did you do the one Bumble? I never tried that one. I think you got to be more handsome for that one. You know, for I'm Bumble? more. Of a, I'm more of a talker. Well, yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Because I'm on Bumble, Tinder, Coffee Meets Bagel. Fucking oh, what's that? Coffee Meets Bagel. Have, it's called Coffee Meets Bagel. That's all I know. And you're meant to go out for coffee or bagels. Right. Or it's a non-drinking date. Oh, hmm. is that what it is? Yeah. No wonder they don't eat that the bars. Who the fuck really would do that? I've never even heard of that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a new one a mate told me to get on. Huh. It like, limits how many people you can like in a day. 
which is boring because I get bored and go to a new area and I'm like, I'll just yeah, swipe, just swipe yeah. on all I, of them. I go into Beverly Hills and I'm like, I'm going to find a richer, older woman and I just sit there swiping all day. <laughs> you yeah. probably do well on uh, TrumpSingles.com. You tried that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> you have the look. Yeah, like I'll, you I'll got that skinhead <laughs> look and I think you'd be quite popular on that yeah, but site. but they'd be very surprised when they actually meet yeah, me. They'd, they'd be like, oh my God, he's my dream man. And yeah. then I'll just start saying, so free healthcare and just watch them lose <laughs> their shit. But yeah. what about a hot nut? I mean, you could probably keep it together. Well, well, do they wear the uh, the boots and the costume? Because that, that could be f- some fun cosplay. Yeah, you know, I gotta say, I'd be into that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I had sex with a German girl just because she told me that uh, her parents had like a lamp made out of my grandfather. Nice. And she was just like, I just want to let you know that. <laughs> what? Did the warm glow of your grandfather light your lovemaking? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. She's like, you know, my parents probably have a lamp made out of your grandfather. And I was like, God, that's a really, that's sexy out. talk. Well, sexy. Okay. She turned me on. I was into it. Um, so wait, so you do all the apps. Are you successful on the apps? I go on dates. That doesn't always mean I'm doing well off it. Do you usually get laid on the first date? Most of the time, yeah. Oh, wow. So, I would say most of the time, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but Tyler's a millennial. That's right? true. So <laughs> yeah. and we're not. So that's yeah. why I was wondering, like, dating millennials... Oh, do you it's a think pain you're, in the ass. But, but do you think it's, you, you have a greater opportunity to get laid on the first date? Because I think millennials are more inclined to have sex on the a first date. A lot more date. liberal than like, yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I'd probably agree with that. I, I, I think so, too. Yeah. I think the millennials are way more looser than our generation, Because sure. our generation never... And even our generation still like has that stigma about well, online dating. You know what, though? Like, they're skeptical of it. You get a chick in her 40s, she knows what she's there for, you know. I mean, maybe when she was in her 30s or 20s, it might have been a problem. But 40s, you know. You I, date a 40-year-old off of a dating site oh yeah oh yeah for oh, sure yeah. Oh, yeah. and you but you tend to get like casey's had a lot of success but because the girls you're dating are like what like 50 plus uh, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> there was this one model right she's in her model. 50s well she showed me her 1980s pictures drop dead <laughs> fucking gorgeous the way i describe her is she won the heisman back in the 80s now she's doing her hall of fame uh, speech uh but she looked so pretty good, you know. <laughs> At this stage, are you trying to get in the will? Is that I, what it is? I did it for the lulls. I wanted to try it. You, you've also met some pretty hefty women on that. There site was a too. few, a few fatties on there. Who was a girl? You told me a great story one time where you had like she, she you just invited her to your house, oh, God. and she showed oh. up at your house, and I guess you were outside smoking. You saw her just kind of like uh, trundling down the sidewalk, all like right. fucking. D's trying to pull the story out of me. I'm not proud of this. She was at least 350, wasn't she? No, well, all right. First of all, she was young. She was early 20s. And uh, And her picture, she looked good. Curvy, maybe. maybe. Yeah, but those pictures were probably taken at the angle, right? The angle and the really super close up. And put on extreme amount of weight between them and the the picture. So... (laughs) I'm I'm gabbing with her on the phone, and she's really freaking cool. She, uh, you know, the only thing I didn't like about her is she was into tennis. I'm like, okay, whatever. I guess I could fucking fake liking tennis. How can a big girl like that play tennis? I I don't know. But you have to be kind of nimble? She liked watching tennis. Oh, okay. And so I I have this whole evening planned, you know. I'm going to meet Tyler. I was doing some work for him at the time. He was going to pay me some money. I'm like, how cool am I going to look? I'm going to show up, and they're going to hand me a couple hundred bucks, you know. And my other buddies. You had, like, some hot chick with you? Yeah. And my other buddies, uh, his band's playing, loaded, and uh, I get on the the list. So I I look like VIP when I walk in there. So I said, yeah, I'm going to go check out your band. You know, it's going to be a great night. 
So she's like, okay, I'm on the way to your house. So I take my dog out to take a leak before I leave for the evening. Standing outside, letting the dog pee, and I look over, and Jabba the Hutt's walking <laughs> down the street. And it's, and it's looking at me. The only reason why I knew it was her, the nose ring, because she had like a diamond nose ring. And it was the wow. same nose ring. I'm like, holy fuck. I think it's saw the snout ring. Yeah, and the, uh. now I'm like... <laughs> Now I'm that, that like, was bad. That was uh, mean. I I can't go meet Tyler. He's but he's never ch- he's never gonna let me live this one down. And then I'm like, uh, I I can't go to my friend's band. There's gonna be like 20 friends there. What a, and she's like, let's go. And I'm like, oh, oh god, let's go upstairs real quick. So we go upstairs, and I'm like, how am I gonna get rid of her? She's super nice. But but at that point, couldn't you have seen her walking towards you and then just like ran upstairs? I went, I, I literally went whoa, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So so what happened? All right. So I take her upstairs and I'm like, I got to get out of this. I got to get out of this. She starts drinking like a champion. She's drinking vodka like she's thirsty. She's gulping it down like it's ice water. I'm like, oh, oh dear. big girl can handle uh, a lot of alcohol. You're hoping she'll pass out. Did at you, some wait? Stage. Was your roommate? Did you live with a lesbian at that yes, point? Yes, I did. She wasn't home. She wasn't thank, home. Would thank, you have like you. hidden this? Would you have been uh, embarrassed to show her to your roommate? Uh, you know, Papa might have been into her though. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of had the wearing denim look. And, <laughs> So there's a dive bar around the corner called the Kibbutz Room, old Jewish bar, and uh, it's been there for a hundred years. It's where Guns N' Roses got their start. The worst dive you can possibly imagine, but I love the place. It's a great place. I, yeah. I don't I take like a date like there. Place. So I said, there's a great place around the corner called the Kibbutz Room. Walk in there. The bartender knows me. He takes one look at what I'm doing, just ear-to-ear smile, and starts putting whiskey in front of us. And after a while, she goes, this place is so much fun. Let's just stay here. I'm like, okay. Thank Jesus. So we did, you got her pretty drunk, but you had- I was boning her, though, right? I was like, slow down. Please slow down. You Did know? you end up boning her? Uh, yeah, I climbed on top. And I'm pretty sure. There was, I, was, I was about blacked out and then, you know, woke up in the morning. I was like, oh, God. You got some backdoor action, uh, though, didn't you? I don't remember. No, I don't, think, I don't think so. Oh, God. I climbed on. You just on, couldn't tell at that stage. Just, yeah, yeah. I just felt around. Just it was moist. Wide. It was moist. I, so why I, I not? I climbed. It was like sleeping on a waterbed, you know? So wait, was that an OK Cupid day? That was OK Cupid, yeah. So which that one? You, plenty of fish. Which one do you have the most success on? I'm most successful with OKCupid. Okay what, what about you, Tyler? I'd go Bumble. Bumble? I yeah. haven't tried that yet. So I might, I, I Bum- try the it. thing is with Bumble, you kind of have to be somewhat of a professional. Because these girls, because the girls, like you match with them, but the girl has to message yeah. you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and so they'll look through and you got to put like what you do for a living. Like, yeah, I'd be like, I'm a, you know, like a project manager or something. And then they see that and they're like, oh, okay, he works at Disney. You, you've got your headshot there. You've yeah. got like your, I'm doing this. Yeah, absolutely. It is yeah. kind of funny. And, 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 but even then, it's the same kind of thing. It's like they match with like a thousand dudes. But the reason why you know? OK Cupid is, I think, better is because I'm a gabber and I, I tend to, you know, I try to like laugh my way into your pants. I'll make you laugh, you know. Ha <laughs> ha, funny guy, I'm not Mr. GQ. And OK Cupid, <laughs> you can just cold contact them and say something and wacky and yeah, get their yeah. attention you know you, you can't do it. it's all based on looks right. with that bumble then, yeah, that's yeah. how i do it i, I work yeah. okay cute but i just i wear you down see maybe i, I need to do that because i'll just start doing the whole like g'day darling how you going uh do you want to go out and grab a beer somewhere and just put the can you put accents on through like you messages can. i could do it Done. you say good i guess yeah. if you could i mean do, yeah. you, do you go with the whole i'm an australian uh it, it's part of my profile is like i'm new to the town and i don't know where to go so that's maybe beautiful. show me around but, that's i've been here for three fucking years by the way oh that's so you, you want to date that would work around. though but do girls find the Australian accent as sexy as like a British accent 
Um, on the whole, I, I feel like, like they like the English accent more, but it's like we're the uncivilized, more tameable one. Like they're the so class. They, the English have that stigma of being classy, yeah, yeah. and I'll show you a good wine. I'll open the door for you. Where an Australian's just going to be like, "All right, let's go get fucked up and have." Yeah, fun. you're like, you know, uh, we'll not, drink a Foster's and punch a kangaroo. Aussies, in the face. Aussies are tough, you know. Yeah. That's, yeah, you got yeah. the macho. You got the macho thing going yeah, for I, you. You know, I did well on OK Cupid. I did really. I did well on Bumble too. But the thing is, with Bumble, there's not as many like alt girls. You know okay, what I'm saying? Like yeah. girls with tattoos and stuff like that. So when they see another guy that has tattoos, it's like you kind of have that alt connection. Yeah. So I. I, I ended up uh, hooking up with a few girls that were like kind of alternative on Bumble, but I think uh, I had the most success on OkCupid because I, you know, I used that one longer. Yeah. But anyway, I was reading this survey here because it kind of goes with the whole Valentine's Day finding love theme. You guys might benefit from some of these results All right. here, and so we'll see how this measures up to your guys' own experience. So USA Today, my favorite source of news. Oh, is that fake news or is that real news? It's fake. It's probably fake. It's alternative news. Okay. I think the only real, like, credible, true source of news is Fox News. And Breitbart. Oh, Breitbart, yeah. Those are the only two because everything else is fake news. Well, Alex Jones is pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Infowars. That's real news. CNN is not going to talk about chemtrails. No. They don't want you to know that. Well, CNN, all that's fake. So, wait a minute. Does does the global listeners know? Because you got a a bunch of Z Germans out there. Do they know what we're talking about right now? (laughs) Are they aware of all facts and everything? Is this this like. I think the world knows, dude. We're the joke of the world. Okay. All right. right. Yeah, we are the joke of the world. Yeah, we're the joke of the world right now. Yeah. We we didn't vote for Trump, okay? No, of course not. (laughs) Um, However, a lot of our listeners did. And we have quite a a, a good number of Trump supporters. That's why we're kind of steering away from political discourse. Oh, I got you. Yeah, because it's not a political show. In that case, I'm glad they went out and voted and actually voted, unlike Bernie Sanders supporters. Yeah, they participated in democracy. Exactly. Congratulations. That being said, Trump's a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) I would kill you. Your sleep if I found out Although, you Trump. as I predicted, you know, as I predicted before, um, that uh, yeah, I even joked about like I don't vote for him just for the lulls. You gotta admit, fucking entertaining the past couple weeks. Uh, well, yeah, it's frightening. Heading toward a constitutional crisis. Oh, I don't yeah. even know what that looks like. We might be what heading is, to to Armageddon, what does World that look War Three. Like? However, it's entertaining. The dude, the dude, like, still makes me laugh every day. I look forward to the going handshake to see with the like, Japanese minister. Do? Oh, yeah. uh, did you see like the handshake with the minister, oh. but also the handshake with the Supreme Court nominee? He just kind of yanks him. He yanks him. No, it's it's a power move. What is, is that? What that is? You, yeah, they teach you that whenever you try to dominate a person or own a room, is you need a they need to let go of your hand when you're shaking hands because the person who lets go first is weaker and you pull them into you so they're reaching out to you because they need you more that's oh. what that is. it's a power move god that's so weird like, yeah. yeah so that's why I thought it was just like I, I a just businessman handshake or something yeah, yeah. It, it was very much oh, the way I read it or saw it was it was very much a no you need us you need us you need to pull you, you know who, who came up with you. this yeah. it's in all those like how to be more successful Dale Carnegie is it an art of the deal as yeah, you say about the handshake the, yeah uh, I haven't read that well what but if I'd, you shake a, a man's hands who just has like really tiny little hands like a child <laughs> child sized hand the tiny delicate hand they have to pull you in closer. <laughs> yeah. to, uh, so is to, he just grabbing like a couple fingers or can he actually grab a whole hand? I wonder. I don't know. You know, another thing too is how many kids are going to beat off to the first time to the first lady? I mean, this is a new, this exactly. is a new phenomenon. Uh, She's on, hot, sorry. dude. Michelle Obama? Like, you don't think that already hasn't happened? Eh, she was eh. cute. She was too classy. Yeah, I, she I, wasn't I like, like beat off material. I like Michelle Obama. Uh, yeah. As a person, I think she's great. But if I had to like choose... 
Who, if I was in Amsterdam yeah. and Michelle Obama was in one of those storefronts and, uh, you're just and Melania, Michelle Obama, I would dude. be like, this yeah, I'm going to go Melania, dude. And not you know, to mention I mean, that God. Baron. He's fucking cute. Huh? I just want to <laughs> fuck that kid right in the face. Don't you just want to grab that little precocious fuck and just note, fuck his moving face? Moving on. Okay, moving Wait, on is here. this thing on? Um, <laughs> was that just, allowed? Yeah, he just spoke his thoughts. Um, I speak my thoughts. <laughs> So uh, so anyway, this is a, a, a Singles in America survey, and they asked 5,000 millennials their two cents on dating in modern America. And so the survey revealed that 34% of singles have had sex before a first date, and that millennials are 48% more likely to put out than previous generations. I agree with that, actually. Well, well they say that uh, millennials... A blowjob is like a handshake hey, nowadays. I don't understand the before a first date. Did you say I think that it's, they uh, fucked before their first date? How I think it's before you the official date. Like you go out for a drink and meet each other and then you bone that night before you actually go well, out for dinner. That's not the going out for drinks isn't the first Consider date. Consider it a day. I think it's just the introduction. Like you oh, meet them. Well, in that case, I've never had a first date then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who goes on formal dates anymore? Does anyone do that? Well, like, I, make I, do. Re- I do depending on the girl. Really? Like I'll do the op- the flowers, opening the car door. If it's someone I really oh like and God. respect. I oh, haven't. I will do Years, man. But most of the time, Do you bring a box of chocolate? chocolates. No, I don't like chocolate. So, but no, I, I, I do do that if it's someone I'm really interested and in, I've been chatting to for a while. Um, I'll do you do ask it. your father permission? Yeah. Oh no, I kill the father. It's a lot easier. Do you wear your go-to-meeting clothes too? Your fancy pants? Jesus Christ! God. But most of the time, it's meet us at the bar that's right by my house, and we'll yeah. just go to the Belmont EPLP these type then, of establishments. Well, I've always and thought like a few drinks. I've always thought like with the with an OkCupid or one of the dating app sites, you meet a girl and you're like, let's meet up for drinks. You go meet her and then you make sure that she looks like her picture, mm. you get along, and then you invite her out for a proper date. Where it's right. like, that you know, sense. you go out for dinner and then go see a show or something, go back to your place. I just have them come over and we get drunk and then I give them the worst 40 seconds of their life. I climb on top and <laughs> we just both pray for it to get That's over because you're with. dating fat girls that have <laughs> no other alternatives, unfortunately. How do you get up to 40 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pr- pretty proud of myself. Because I close my eyes and think of Seinfeld. So they say here that, uh, which I, I don't really buy into this, but a, a uh, biological anthropologist and chief science advisor for Match.com said... We have a real misunderstanding of millennials. I think they're very career-oriented. So sex before the first date could be a sex interview where they want to know if they want to spend more time with this person. That's just analyzing just horny kids. No, yeah, no, I think that's no, a little no, bullshit. A, bunch of a sex what, interview. What is the eldest millennial? That'd be what, like 25? I don't even 30, know. I don't, you know, I don't know what the cutoff is. There used to be the Generation Y. Do you remember Generation Y? Generation Y has now been divided in half. Half a Generation Y is now is millennial, millennial, and half oh, okay. is Gen X. Generation I'm, Y is born in the 80s, right? No, born in uh, like 75 and up. I was G- Generation Y for a while, and now I'm Gen X. I guess because all oh, okay. I was going to say that. is more liberal views towards sex and being younger and wanting to fuck more. Like yeah. that's why you have I, I, that. The kids are more liberal. Yeah, plain and simple. That's what it is. Well, I think also the kids are are uh, yeah, and they're more open to things. They're more well, open the to internet uh, online dating. Yeah, yeah you, it's know. A, you know, they grew up with the internet. You know, forty. They say forty percent have gone on a date with somebody they met online. So it's like you know, it's very common yeah. to do that now. Well, here are some other uh, some some uh, some other things here. Um, Single survey made it clear that they don't like phones which are old or Ooh. cracked. 
Ooh. And I was thinking about Casey because you still use a, a fo- razor, don't you? I don't know, but I had I had a flip phone for a long time. I did, I did. Did you have like a flip? I had phone? a flip phone for a long time, dude. I started my own business. I was poor as fuck. I didn't even have a magazine subscription. I just stripped my life down to the bare minimum, and it involved getting a flip phone. So I went back to a flip phone for a while, and then I'm like, what the? And this yeah. was like what six months ago, right? No, no, no. Oh. That was like three years ago, but still ridiculous. Three years ago. Was, what what kind on. of phone do you have? I've got an iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. 5S or whatever it is. But That's borderline that old, borderline dude. Now. Yeah, because they have the 7 out That's now. That's fucking bullshit. I don't know, man. I think I think girls are... Well, I don't think they're materialistic. I think they just judge you. They do. You know, they based judge on, you. Uh, it still on works. How Why technically se- you know, tech-savvy you are, how up-to-date you are, current. It's you know, almost sure. like back when we were younger, it was cars. You know what I mean? You had to have something oh, yeah. decent to get laid. And nowadays, the millennials take Uber and they don't... Buying a car is not the yeah, thing, so they gotta have the bling, you know. They gotta- I, I actually kind of want to see this. Like, we should almost make like a video where you go on some like a hidden camera thing. You go on a date with a girl, and just pull out like a fucking old Nokia yeah, yeah. and just see her face. You, you say, uh, "Hey, I'm, I'm playing the snake game. You want to check yeah. it out? Pretty, pretty fucking cool." But he gets his tail. He fucking. That's not usually his metal. Sorry, I don't have texts on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> my phone is used for making phone calls. <laughs> so yeah, if they're cracked or old, or they make annoying clicking sounds when you text. Girls get turned off by that, apparently. Yeah. So, um... Nothing dries up a vagina like reaching for a check or an old phone. Yeah. Well, they, you know, 71% of men, 71, say they find it attractive when a woman is willing to split the bill. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I, uh. I, that's the one thing. I See, I, I would say, I, I, I've asked you out, I'm going to pay, but I like when you offer to either split the bill. I've I like the offer. the offer. I like the offer. I've I've rarely seen the you offer. You know what though? Honestly, but, two or three dates in, if she does pick up the check after some drinks or something, that's fucking beautiful. But in the beginning, fuck no. Well, I think part of it is, though. I agree with you. It's like I invite you out on a date. Yeah. So I'm, that's why. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna. I, I, I want to pay. I'm gonna I, take I you out. I can I'm taking you out. And but I mean, but at the same not time, what it is. It's I'm violently gonna hold you down and spit on your <laughs> vagina later. The least I can do is get some is fucking pay for your meal. You. Come on. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, women willing to help with the tab, or women willing to help with the tab, maybe doing so because she doesn't want to feel obligated to like kiss, hug, or bang you, or go on another date. Oh, yeah. so just keep that in mind. I, I can understand that. All right, uh, a couple other uh, just tidbits here. Fifty-four percent feel pressure to settle down and start a family. Mm-hmm. That's a little scary. Wait, out of millennials? Yeah, I've never seen that. Thirty-five percent feel pressure to marry to keep up with their friends. What? That's kind of scary. That's it might have been some kind of Bible beating community or like may, yeah, Midwest. No, I'm not that's sure. not that's not the left coast. They say that uh, more than ninety percent of men wish women would make the first move in regards to kissing and sex. That's, I, I wish, but I wish, that but it's happen? like yeah, that never happens. Uh, I'm ridiculously insecure, so I do like it when they do make the first move because it's instant validation of like I'm allowed to. Thank you. But how yeah. often does that ever happen? Oh, never. I, I think yeah, the only yeah, time yeah. it ever happens is if you're drinking. Like if yeah. you get if you get really drunk, that might happen. Actually, Maybe. my last girlfriend did make the first move. I I thought we were hanging out as mates, having a scotch, and then she's like, "You realize why I asked hanging you out as mates? How often does that happen? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> they normally just want to cry about their shitty ex boyfriends to me. He's like so, he's friend zone more than anyone I know. <laughs> anyone else on yeah. the planet? Yeah. You and, know the best way to stop friend zone? Just grab a titty. Yeah, like like a six pack or a fucking bowling ball. <laughs> No, but in all honesty, that that's what happened is we went out for drinks and she's like, why do you think I asked you out? And I just went, I, I don't know, because you were bored. 
And she's like, no, because I've been interested in you for ages. You he haven't is. asked me out. Wow, man. Do you just have a platonic relationship? Yeah, Jesus just Christ, like, are you daft, mate? I'm just, like, what the fuck? I'm just stupid. Like, <laughs> just, I'm not good at picking up social norms. <laughs> Doesn't see any of the signals yeah. here. Was she grabbing your dick, yeah, like, cupping your balls? And, and like, you're just like, public, what are you doing? Weird. Friends <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> God. Uh, only 29% of women said that they'd actually initiate a first kiss. Yeah. And only 13% sense. said that they would ask for a number. Wow, I've you know wow. I've never had, I've, I think I've had one girl ever like kiss me or be like come here stupid or whatever that maybe happened once. I think every other time it's like it's always a dude. But yeah. you have cues. There's cues. Yeah, there's, you know? there are signals you yeah. didn't pick up on. Uh, this is this is an interesting question here. Thirty two percent of men said that they had sent dick pics to a woman. Okay, that's where I draw the line. I've never sent a picture of my cock in my life. I've never taken a picture of Even my Even to a girl you're dating? No, no, never. I've never done it. I've wow. just never done it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, can cameras I, pick up something that small? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like, true. what kind of camera do you have? Zoom function. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've sent other people's cock pictures. And I think flip phones don't even have cameras <laughs> anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just going to about my butthole, though. Yeah. Yeah, just send a picture I of your balls. I have a perfect asshole. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, 90% of women said that dick pics fail to arouse them. Yeah, I mean, what chick really wants that, though? You this know? is what surprises me, though. Two-thirds of gay men also said receiving dick pics did nothing for them. That's odd. That is odd. Well, in all fact, the penis is not an attractive body part. Uh, gay guys are into Speak it. Speak for yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My like, dick, beautiful. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the best. If I rub wrinkle cream on my balls and shave just right, it's fucking... Pretty, man. Do you usually oh, shave your balls before a date? No. You don't? No. I, 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 I do trim. I'm Italian, you know. People are like, uh, don't, you're manscaped. I'm Italian. Yeah, I look but like you a with an egg hair, hair. But do, do you actually shave your balls before a date? No, but you, you know. didn't. You didn't shave your balls. Yeah, I'm manscaped. <laughs> I need the optical inch, okay? Like, I need the help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not bare. Come on. No, I, I shave my balls. There's gray hair on the balls. You don't want yeah. gray hair on your on your nuts. That's true. So I'm like usually it depends on what I'm doing. It's like if I'm going on a date with a girl I first met, you know, just this first date kind of mm. thing. I might actually she's going to see my balls for the first time. I want them shiny. I shaved my balls for yeah. this, and I can't believe I fucking <laughs> shaved my balls for this. What the fuck was I thinking? Can you at least put them away? I don't <laughs> this this is kind of this is a testament to the openness of a lot of uh, millennials here. Seventy percent of respondents were in favor of polyamorous relationships. I've seen yeah. that a lot. I've seen that a lot. But only six percent had actually ever tried one. They say right away on the OK Cupid Poly on top. It's a it's a thing. Like, it's right, weird right. though. Like I was talking to uh, this guy at work, and you know, he's a young guy. He's like probably twenty five or something. And uh, he was like dating this this other really hot girl at work. And I was like, oh, how's that working out? And he goes, eh, I think we're probably gonna break up. I was like, why? He goes, because she's not cool with me having my girlfriend. And I was like, wait, you have a girlfriend? He was like, yeah, I've been dating the same girl for like six years. But you know, we're Poly. And I was like, what the fuck is this? See, poly is this works, normal? It works for women, but it doesn't work for a dude. Your chick's going to bang way more fucking oh, guys sure. than you are. Yeah. You know? I just, Go I could you know, I've been in open relationships, yeah, but only if I don't really give that much of a shit about the girl. Yeah. Well, that's just a booty call, right? Well, you know, I've, I've been in like, I remember uh, I was dating a girl who was going to move to New York. And she was going to move in like six months. So we decided just to open the relationship because it's like she's going to leave in six months anyway. But yeah, it was like, but you know, at that point it's like, it's fine. But I don't think for a girl I actually care about, I would go insane thinking about like all these dudes bone in there. I don't want to use some other guy's cum as lube. I mean, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Just fish out a used yeah, condom with your like, tongue. That's not how that works. <laughs> 
It might. Ow. It's possible. If she ever gets pregnant, I want her to know exactly who the daddy is. That's all. That's all I ask. That's what science is for. You'll figure it out. That's what Maury's for. I still got to say, if they had dating apps back in the 90s, I'd have gotten laid so much more. Oh, my God. God Could I you wish imagine we had what we used to apps? have to do? Uh. I literally remember in Meyer. Meyer to people outside of Michigan, is like Walmart, basically. Yeah, it's a- but it's open 24 hours, so when we were kids, we used to go up to... You know, yeah, Walmart, hang out at Walmart yeah. midnight, wasted or whatever, and you get to walk up to a stranger and say hi. And you then, didn't know what her six favorite things in the world were. <laughs> you had no idea. Or you had to go to like approach a girl at the mall. Yeah, you know. Oh my yeah, god, no, god that, that sounds yeah. awful. Was, I'm glad I never had to do that. It was terrible. Yeah, no, it was it was terrible. I, th- I think uh, dating apps definitely has, has changed the, oh, uh, oh the, 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 the has changed the game mm. yeah. for the better. I'd say. You know what? Uh, real quick before we get to stories here, this uh, new dating app I think both you guys might like. All right. It's called uh, Hater. And I, at first, <laughs> I thought I was like, you know, Hater. That's interesting. It's a new dating app that seeks to bring people together based on a different sort of connection, the mutual dislike of anything from vegetables to minivans. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. So and, you can uh, have an app for people who don't like other people. Well, that's the thing. I was I was wondering about it. It's like so you can say like, okay, we both don't like pickles, and so that's how you bond. But it's like I don't think you can say like, oh, I hate Jews. You hate Jews. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. the Trump yeah. one you were talking yeah, about. Trump singles. Yeah, Trump singles. Yeah, Trump singles. Yeah, Trump No, you gotta go to like trumpsingles.com for that or uh, wasp dot love, which is a neo Nazi dating site. There's a neo Nazi. Yeah, dating it's called wasp dot love. It's just for white people. You'd probably do well on that one too, yeah. actually. Uh, Wasps don't have that accent, though. Yeah. Um, The app still, uh, the hater app still utilizes the same swiping function, similar to Tinder and Bumble and uh, this one called the Hinge, which I've never even used that one. But instead of swiping on people, users swipe on topics. So topics that you hate. Oh, for ugly people, though. Yeah. So I think it might actually kind of work. It sounds kind of cool. But they say hater absolutely does not stand for spe- for uh, hate speech or bigotry. So if you want to go meet another girl that also hates Jews, you're going to have to go to Wasp Love or Trump Singles. I, I'm fascinated by it. So you don't even get to... But the, the more you play the game, right, the more things you don't like or you do like. Yeah, the then you like... And then they send you matches based on that? I think, I think like, you go on there and be like, you know, I don't like Fosters. And then you meet another girl that also doesn't, so like, doesn't Fosters. like Fosters. So it's like their algorithm just basically matches you based on what you don't like. There's a lot of young listeners to this show. So uh, as Uncle Casey, let me teach you young people <laughs> a little Uncle Casey. something. Wait until the third or fourth date before you bring up, I've never cared much for the Jews or Negroes. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> third or fourth day, yeah. right? Get your dick wet first. Oh my god! Then bring up. I've op- I've often thought it works during intercourse, though. I mean, after you bring it up, of course. <laughs> Why else did you bring up the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, words of wisdom from Uncle Casey. Yeah. Yeah. Just never want to end up in his basement for, shirtless. For the kids. For the kids. All right, people. This is episode five seventy here. Sick and wrong. We have sick and wrong news coming up next. We have phone calls after that. But first, here's a Valentine's Day message from Adam and Eve. You can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from AdamandEve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to AdamandEve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free. Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy. 
plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all. Oh, no. We'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E. That's DIDDLE at AdamandEve.com. You know that uh, Tyler's favorite team is the Patriots? Oh, yeah, I know. He told me that today. He's like, "All oh, like my favorite team's the Patriots." I was like, "Well, you're fucking Australian." Uh, I said, "Go Pats," because we won the Super Bowl. He's not alone. I mean, that's actually really common. I know, but it's so easy to like the best team in the universe. But like, in, what the fuck? In, in my defense, I'd never seen a football game before until what 2007, and right. I watched my first game, and I said, "I'm going to go for the winner of this game," and it turned out to be the Patriots. Yeah, I've always loved the worst team in the NFL, the Lions. Oh. My favorite team. I yeah. You just like but the underdog story? I, no, it's it's the same thing as you. It's the like first game I ever actually saw. So, when I when yeah. I moved to this country, the first game I ever saw was the Lions. So it's like yeah. I like this team. You know, I, just, I grew up random. in Detroit and just saw the hurt on my dad's face and just couldn't follow the Lions. I just saw the pain in the old man's face every Sunday. Just pissed. Well, pissed. the Lions and the Falcons are two of thirteen teams that have never won a Super Bowl, <laughs> and they probably never will. <laughs> and they had their chance. And that, oh. That's the worst thing about this game. It was like so. I went over to Casey's house. Me and Casey had like a big game. Super Bowl party. It was pretty really gay. Yeah. It was pretty gay. Yeah. Me, Casey, and a little dog. What is that? A teacup poodle? What kind of dog yeah. is that? He's a Maltese. Oh, okay, a little Maltese. Yeah, yeah and uh, I think we made nachos, we made fed nachos. it to each other. Mm-hmm. A little mutual masturbation. A lot of back rubs. Yeah, and we got really excited during the Lady Gaga Super Bowl <laughs> at halftime, you know. Um, but anyway, watching that game, it's like in the beginning. I was so stoked. I was just like, this is amazing. Seeing Brady, just his head down, sitting on the bench, just like, you know, ready to cry. It was amazing. It was the best. That They were up like 21 to what, three? Yeah. yeah it was yeah. Yeah, 28 to three at one stage. And, and yeah, like beginning of the third quarter. And I was like, you know, this is a shitty Super Bowl just because like, you know, they're a beating them by, yeah, they're, they're blowing them out. But it is so gratifying to me to watch my most hated team be blown out like this. The pick six. Yeah, the pick six. It was so great. And then this just shows you why they're the best team in the NFL. I mean, they they made an amazing yeah. comeback. They needed what two touchdowns and two two point conversions. Three to, touchdowns. Three touchdowns yeah. and the two two point yeah. conversions in, in eight order minutes. To tie. And they did <laughs> it because I I mean I went to a bar to watch it. They did a fifty dollars all you can eat or you can drink, and I just went. I'm fucking there. Oh, do you missed our gay Super Bowl? Yeah, party. I missed it. Sorry, he was invited. Oh, oh okay. I, I missed the text message. We needed the third one for the wobbly eight. The dog he missed count. the text. Text message. <laughs> but no, I, I, w- I was at the bar and like halfway through the, the second quarter, I just went out to the smokers area, I turned my back to the um the screen and just sat there talking to someone because I was like... You dismissed the game. And yeah, dismissed yeah, the game because I was like, fuck it, it's my own fault for getting excited about American sport. Um, I was wearing a Patriots jersey. I was the only one wearing a Patriots jersey. So everyone was giving me a hard time screaming at me. So I just went, fuck it. I'm going outside and I'm just going to drink here. I've got my all, all you can drink uh, thing. So I'm just going to go to the bar, go back outside get drunk, yeah. and just get fucked up. And then halfway through what the third quarter, when it started to swing, I was the loudest motherfucker in that bar <laughs> screaming oh, and yelling God, at I everyone. Hated that. You would have been kicked out of the gay Super Bowl party for that. <laughs> That you know, kind of I attitude. gave the Rams a chance this year. I'm like, okay, I'm basically in a new city, and yeah, we got a new football team. Let's, you know, see. And then they yeah. just fucking sucked so but, bad. But that's they the thing. Though, but that's the thing, though. It was a great game. I mean, no, they came. 
back. It, it was, was like you know, amazing. Like, what are the odds? You know, I mean, it was kind of insane. But people were likening it to Trump's victory. Did you see that online? Uh, he, I oh. said that right away. Yeah, people, people were saying that the Atlanta Falcons come from a predominantly black community and they're the underdogs. <laughs> but they, and then they were really like, white. you know, they were winning by just dominating it. Then out of nowhere, comeback of the Patriots. And if you looked at the Patriots, uh, you know, up there in the booth, you got fucking Mike Pence there and all these other yeah. white billionaires that all support them. And you're just like, God And I've damn never it. met a racist from Boston. Oh, wait, everybody <laughs> I met from Boston is extremely racist. <laughs> well, that was going to be my consolation prize, was if the Patriots lost, then Trump got upset. That was my consolation prize. I was hoping, so yeah, I, I would like, have loved right. to see a blowout yeah. and then yeah. see Trump he's, tweet about he's it. He's going to take those little yeah. tiny hands and smack Melania around that night. Yeah. It is, isn't Trump, like, aren't Trump and Brady, like... They're buds. They're buddies, yeah, aren't yeah. they? They're pals, right? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. buds. So that, that's another reason why I wanted to see him lose. Uh, yeah. Brady had a Make America Great Again hat in his locker. Uh, really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you that. didn't know that? No, I didn't that's know. That's the whole reason why I was rooting for the Falcons. I, I didn't, didn't give a fuck. I didn't even know that Tom Brady was a, patri- uh, a Patriot supporter, a Trump supporter, until fucking 20 minutes before the game. Oh, and really? Someone told me, and I was like, oh, don't tell me that, because now uh, I can't go for them. Conflicted. I know. Yeah. I was torn. But anyway, I think the best story to come out of this whole uh, Super Bowl thing was, uh, did you hear about uh, Robert Kraft, Bob Kraft, the owner of the Patriots? Vladimir Putin stole one of his Super Bowl Yeah, he rings. did it a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, I never knew about yeah. this story. And he stole yeah. the original ring, too. Yeah, Evidently, he they, the... make, they make replicas of the rings, and usually they take the replica around, but this was the original. The original, and it was like the... Because the, he's got five rings, but yeah. he actually only has four. He's yeah. won five, yeah. but he only has four. <laughs> and he asked Trump so, to get it back for him. Yeah, that, that's the funny thing that came out about it, because now he's going to ask Trump to see if Trump can use his his connections to get the uh, the ring back and Good give Lord. Putin a replica. Hang on, so Putin's going to have to give up the ring and Snowden at the same time I and Crimea. I, I, I don't foresee. Yeah, that I wonder which which Trump would. Crimea. I wonder which Trump would do. He's like, well, we get Snowden to the Super Bowl ring back. Yeah. Keeps so I'm just thinking, like, the headlines all over is uh, Snowden's going to be given to Trump as a gift. What are you Snowden right now? Are you sweating fucking bullets? <laughs> I'd imagine so, yeah. I heard he's going to be frozen this, like, carbonite tomb. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I know. So the, this story is amazing, though, because it's like... I, you know, I don't even know what I would do in this situation. I mean, basically, Bob Kraft got punked. Yeah. It's like being in yeah. prison. It's akin to being in prison and having some guy come up and taking your pudding. Putin's not yeah. giving that back. Yeah. So, so what happened here? This is in 2005. Russian president... Um, well, I, th- I think uh, Kraft was over in Russia for... I don't know what it was. Like some kind of, some kind of event or something. Some rich guys w- getting together. Yeah, and yeah. he walks up to uh, Putin... And Putin's like, hey, can I try the ring on? And so he took out the ring, showed it to Putin. Putin put it on and goes, I think I could kill someone with this ring. <laughs> you know, and uh, Kraft said then uh, he just put his hand back in his pocket, put the ring in his pocket, and uh, three KGB agents got around him and they walked him out. Yep. And when he went over and was like protested, they were just like, there's nothing you can do. And so it's, it's funny because it's like, you think about it, it's like, you know, Putin probably could kill someone. That, Putin could kill somebody could. With, with a fucking Q-tip. I think he does every day. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm sure he could take that ring and kill somebody. Yeah. So he pocketed the ring, and, in, and uh, they say instead of going after the ring, Kraft let Putin keep it. Let Putin yeah, keep yeah. it. Because he could have stopped the, it. At the yeah. insistence of the White House. Someone at the White House called Kraft and told him that he needed to let him keep the ring. 
I knew you know, Obama was to blame for this somehow, shape, or form. God this damn. is what he claims. He got a phone call, and they said it would be in the best interest of the U.S.-Soviet relations if you meant to give the ring to him as a gift. And so he didn't want to because he had no emotional attachment, obviously, to the ring. But because it even has his name on it, and he didn't want to see it on eBay or anything. What but Super then, Bowl was it? Do you know? Uh, it was Super Bowl the fourth one. Uh, what two thousand five? When was that? Yeah. So which one? No, that's not the fourth. That was no, probably the, the second. Fourth. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I don't, which I don't one. Because you know how, like in the it's middle odds, they won like a bunch of them. Yeah. 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 Um, that might have been the Super Bowl party that Wackerly had. That was probably the, like the most abysmal Super Bowl party <laughs> you've ever had. Like your yours wasn't like a failure of a Super Bowl party because it's just me and you. Well, and I, you're I said to you. I, I just want to sit and watch football. Every every goddamn party I go to has a yappy broad, and I got to explain how many yards I got to go for a first down. I didn't want to have to do that. Or, I just wanted or to you watch go football. to a, or you go to a bar and you can't get a seat. Lost you. Or you go to a bar. You go to a bar. You can't get a seat. But fucking yeah. fucking Casey, it's got a wrap around fucking what like eighty inch TV <laughs> with fucking like surround, surround sound. sound. Yeah, okay, I mean it's yes. like yeah. it was an amazing game watching <laughs> experience. That actually sounds a lot better than what I fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put up with a six pound dog, but whatever. Yeah, I mean the teacup poodle was fine but <laughs> but anyway uh they, they told him it was in, in his best interest to say that you've given the ring as a present and so he finally like now has come clear about it and said you know what he actually stole it from me and he wants it back and he wants trump to get it Trump's back in a tough Trump's spot. Doing he's that. got his two girlfriends are fighting now what is he gonna do i, I don't know who does I, he like more that's what i'm wondering like does he like bob Kraft more does he like at this uh, point putin? he likes putin more yeah yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. But what, what could you do, though, if you were Bob Kraft, you're in that position, dude took your ring. What are you going to do? Uh, doesn't he have more money than God? He's a billionaire. Uh, Bob he's Kraft? Got, yeah, he's got a helicopter pad on top of his house. He has a full-time barber that follows him around. Yeah, but do you think uh, you could hire like a team of assassins to go after Putin and get the ring back? I think you just... Like Scrooge McDuck, dive into your money and you don't give a fuck, right? No, it but is, he wants his he ring, wants though. He's got his back. name on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm surprised he didn't get, like, uh, Tom Cruise and the Mission Impossible team. He's just not that. used to getting, like, he's not used to not getting his way, so he's just pissed off about it. He's going to have so to go to like, Rex. So he's like, come on. <laughs> you know, Rex, Rex Tillerson's going to have to go over there and, like, do a whole, uh, you know, come on, get, get the ring back. Dude, I'll give the you some Secretary oil. of yeah. State to, yeah. like, do yeah. a diplomatic I'll, uh, I'll, deal I'll here. I'll some sanctions. Can I have the ring? I know they say that it's being kept in the Kremlin library on Ooh. display. That's pretty fucking yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. It's, it's like dis- Lenin. <laughs> it's a display of uh, Putin's of like a- <laughs> prowess. They should you know? put it on Lenin's corpse. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's how much of a badass Putin is. <laughs> but I mean, really, like Bob Kraft, there's nothing you could do. Even nothing. if there weren't KGB no. guards around, like, what He's are you going to do to Putin? It. He's going to kick are, the shit are, are out of you and probably kill KGB? you. still KGB? I don't, I don't so, know. Right? No, they're, it's the FSB now oh, or something. Right, right, right. But I mean, whatever. Former yeah, KGB yeah, yeah. We agents. We add more letters. It make more yeah. powerful. Yeah. But do you think Trump is going to do anything? No, no, absolutely not. Trump will appreciate the attention that someone's going to give him for to recognize his authority. Completely dismiss them and then suck up to Putin. Yeah, yeah. I That's don't know. Like, I wonder. Trump's in Putin's pocket at this point. Come on. Well, I think so for sure. I mean, he's got the piss tape, but oh, yeah. but I just wonder, like, how he how much he values his relationship with Bob Kraft. So in the past, the um, the uh, uh, the the Holocaust clown movie, um, you know, what I'm the talking day about? the clown. The day, that's yeah. I always wanted to see that. Right, I'm dying to see it. Someday I'm going to watch it. But I think I actually want to see the piss tape more. It's the new number one thing <laughs> I have to see before I die. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. I, you know, I, I do kind of hope uh, Trump goes after the ring and like starts World War Three because of Debacle. this. Would that be great if that's what yeah, starts the structure of the world? Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, moving on here. Second story we got. Um, have you ever been to uh, Central Michigan University, CMU, Casey? I don't think so. You ever Where went is there? it? It's in Mount Pleasant. I've been to Mount Pleasant. So uh, it, it, so I, I went to high school in Bay City, Michigan. Mount Pleasant's about 45 minutes north. It's I all think. the Bay City's area. Well, they have an Indian casino there okay. called the Rez. Okay. It used to be called the Rez. Now it's called the Soaring Eagle. It's like, you know how like, mm. you know, we, we raped and pillaged I know the Soaring Eagle. gave okay. them smallpox. So in, in, in return, we've been like, here, you can have a you casino, Indians. Yeah, this yeah. is yours. So they gave them, uh, it used to be the reservation. It was just a shitty casino. And then now it's like the Soaring Eagle. Yeah. You can go see air supply there. Yeah, cool. like Air Supply yeah. will play there, like fucking George Thorogood yeah. or something. Um, anyway, there's also a really shitty university there called CMU, which is like... So in Michigan, if you're a smart kid, you went to University of Michigan. If you're like kind of smart, Go like B student, you went to Michigan State. Yeah. If you're under that, then you had Eastern <laughs> Michigan, Western, or yeah. CMU, yeah, Central yeah. Michigan. So Eastern, <laughs> Western, and so for all like the dumb kids, yeah. you know. It's an extension of high school. Basically. With, extension, with but ju just above community college. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, on, so yeah. each of the universities are named after a direction? Well, like not North, University of Michigan, Michigan, each of the shitty universities. Right, okay. Yeah, so yeah, if you're in a you. shitty Western. university, it's like, and you lived on the west side of the state, you went you to Western. Western. Okay, I and see. And then you said you went to Eastern. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so, anyway, CMU is one of those shitty ones. But we used to go up there, uh, like, in high school, because there was a bar that would serve, just, they didn't even card you. So I had Detroit to, for that. I grew up in the city. But you could have too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we were up in, you know, so we drive 40 <laughs> minutes to this fucking bar. I can't think of the name of it. And it was just a fucking mess. You'd, like, pick up a girl. And, like, I, I definitely hooked up with quite a few CMU students at the time. Because it's, it's basically an extension of high school, you yeah. know. So, anyway, this week at, uh, at, at Central Michigan University... An anti-Semitic Valentine's Day card was passed out at the university. I saw that card. Yeah, it, it's great. <laughs> it Central, was pink. Yeah, Central Michigan University president speaking out after an anti-Semitic Valentine's Day card was passed out at a uh, student organization meeting this past Wednesday. The card read, quote unquote, the picture of Hitler is a little pink card and it said, my love for you burns like 6,000 Jews. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 6,000, 6 million, whatever. Six yeah, that's the thing. It's like 6,000. I think we're missing a few zeros no, no, here. No, I think it wasn't that at all. He was going with like, I love you, just not the complete amount. Just, oh, a, just okay. a fraction so of it. Not the yeah. whole like, 6 million. Like, well, 6, right. 6, yeah. I just love you a little bit. <laughs> like 6,000 does warm the cockles of your heart a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a full 6 million. Yeah, yeah. That's like, you know, I want to yeah. marry you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not there yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to bang you. So the card was given out after a Valentine's Day party for the college Republicans. Oh God! At Central Michigan University, anti-Semitism in Central Michigan is a news story. <laughs> I think the news story would be: we found a non-anti-Semitic person in yeah. the middle of Michigan. That's the news. What? <laughs> <laughs> so CME president's kind of upset about it and uh, has uh, said hurtful, offensive language, which is protected by the First Amendment, is, unaccept is unacceptable and not consistent with their values. Uh, but according to the College Republicans' Facebook page, it was a mistake. Shouldn't have happened. Yeah, you know? it was six million. Well, <laughs> a very inappropriate card was placed into a bag without other members' knowledge. That bag was then given away to students, and you know the car got out. The college Republicans, as an organization, did not distribute the Valentine. They said in no way did they condone anti-Semitism or this type of. So, rhetoric. in other words, a individual gave it to another individual, and if it wasn't for social media, 
nothing no, would have yeah. ever happened. I'm just thinking of all the horrible shit I did pre-social media. <laughs> Had it gotten out, I could have been on the national news multiple times. What? That's all I'm saying. I just find it funny. This is the same group that's just like, oh, we disavow racism and anti-Semitism. We don't, we don't represent this. It's not our core values. But we're going to let Milo speak and some other alt-right <laughs> leaders. That's fine because yeah. free speech. You know, that's cool. Yeah. You know, that's the same thing. It's the, the young Republicans that got Milo to come to Berkeley, which everyone oh, yeah. like, freaked out about. But you idiots. You know, I'm unaware of this Milo cars. guy. I don't even know this guy. He's like gay and cold. Yeah, he, he's that's a, the thing. It's like, I don't know why anyone really cares. He's, he's a just, fruity guy from Breitbart. What does he say? No, he's, from, he's British. So it's like, that's even, he's even less relevant. Yeah. It's like, who gives a shit what a Brit has to say? It's like Piers Morgan. Brit's gay. What's well, like, they all kind of fruity? <laughs> well, it's like Piers Morgan. It's like, who gives a shit what that fucking yeah. idiot has to say about American politics? Yeah. That's why he's off TV yeah. here. Yeah, you know, and uh, have you seen like J.K. Rowling's Twitter war with him? No. Oh, my God. I've seen some of the tweets. She is eviscerating that idiot. It's really funny. She's anti-Trump, I assume. Yeah, but she's also like really sharp-tongued and really intelligent. So it's like she's she's witty. She's she's using Bible verses against them to just shut them down. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, she shut Piers Morgan down, that's for sure. But Milo's kind of like, he's more like Ann Coulter. Just says provocative statements just because I'm gay and I date a black guy and I can go out and say whatever I want. And Mm. you know what? I'm against against all this PC culture of people demanding an apology. Very next day after the Berkeley incident, Mm -hmm. he demanded an apology from the Berkeley um, president for calling him a Nazi. It's Uh. just like the the hypocrisy is ridiculous. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's like these guys... We'll go and invite him to speak, but then it's like a you know Hitler card gets out on social yeah. media, and all of a sudden they're like, "No, we don't stand for this." So, it's, so every time he fucks, he has a uh, Jeffersonian uh, uh, role playing uh, fantasy. <laughs> we we're supposed to think he's not racist, you know? He's like, "Well, at least I free him at the end of the role playing session," you know? As I come on him, I didn't even know that they do Valentine's Day shit in college. Yeah, they do. Why not? Do they do they pass out Valentine's Day cards? When did when's the last oh, time you passed out a fucking yeah, yeah, Valentine's Day card? It had Spider Man on it. Maybe it was ironic. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, because you said it was it was originally sent from one friend to another, right? Well, no, it was like I think they just took a bunch of these Valentine's Day and put them in like different bags. Oh, different bags. So some right, well, some jokester. Fucking, yeah. Um, decided to go and put a Hitler Valentine mm. there, which actually I, I kind of like the Hitler Valentines. Yeah. Have you seen the Trump Valentines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it's like, those. I want you on uh, this side, side of the wall. wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way. And I want to pour you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it cracks me up. But neo Nazis, it's like a, that's a thing now in schools. I bet you it's popular to be in a neo Nazi group. It should well, never be popular to be in a neo Nazi group. Yeah, but I They're bet you. They're getting awful like, nowadays, you know? It's quite, yeah, I mean, it's really, I, they're they're, they're, they're bold and I think they're like you know getting together and it's a thing to do you join a, if like you're in you know it's like we deserve every right to, to, to have our own organization yeah it's like you the know? Boy Scouts I, I understand that your first amendment have fun with it but you still need to be accountable for what you say you can't do the whole like oh I'm gonna say anti-semitic shit and then get upset when you call me a Nazi you should yeah, just yeah, like, that's exactly. fucking retarded the problem is they don't have shame anymore you know growing up uh, you know I, I saw Nazis at punk rock shows or whatever they had the bald heads they had the uh, red suspenders, but they had shame. They didn't walk down the street, you know, with it on their shoulder. But, but Nowadays, they, they still had boldness. Like, yeah, but they still had the swastika tattoos. They, I don't think they had a megaphone, you know, yelling Not on their kite, forehead, you know. But yeah. I don't know. You, you saw a lot of those guys. They'd show up at shows and start beating the shit out of people for no reason. But at least those guys. It was we underground. Talk, we talked about this on the show a few weeks ago, but at least those guys would own it. You know, they would go up yeah, to someone and they would fight you. You know, they'd go up and like they would beat you because of their racial hatred. Right. Whereas these, this new breed of neo Nazis, like the guys that uh, shut down Shia LaBeouf's 
little vanity project he was doing with the live streaming yeah. outside the museum. A bunch of neo-Nazis showed up drinking milk and like... These a bunch of fat, like fish belly dudes with goatees, you know, and like they're dancing around with their shirts off, yelling white power stuff. Real white power guys would beat the fuck out of those that's dudes. True. Yeah, because yeah, they're the pissed thing. off yeah. their drinking yeah. milk. Like, you know, I, I don't yeah. understand the drinking milk thing. I don't get it I either. don't get the Must drinking milk thing either. Like, yeah. But at the same time, I kind of hate Shia And how dare too. they? Shia LaBeouf <laughs> is, is an American treasure, sir. An American treasure. <laughs> Everything that guy's ever done is art. How dare you, DC? How dare he? So the final story we got here is uh, sent in from John. He says, sick and wrong. Don't buy the display beds. Never buy the display beds. And he's got a point there. Mm. You ever do that? You ever go to like, uh, you know, your bed shop, you go to Ikea and you're like, oh, the display bed's only $100. The Jew in me wants to buy that. But I'm I'm nervous about it because people sit on it. I've done that for for a couch. The couch I have in my apartment, the uh, whatever corner one. I've sat on that couch. That's right. I've had sex on that couch. Yeah, <laughs> never sitting on that couch again. In IKEA, um, <laughs> is like it was a display model. It was like the couch we wanted when I first moved in with uh, my old roommate. I'm like, want that fucking couch? It was four hundred dollars. I went, that's too fucking expensive. The display one was one fifty. I'm like, perfect. And so you got the but display one. It's a couch. One. It's not a fucking bed. Yeah, but I you have no idea how many it's people still, sat on yeah, that couch. Yeah, it's held together Shit. with like lice and beer farts yeah. and Mexican sweat. <laughs> yeah, and seriously, yeah. you have no idea how much buggery occurred on that couch. <laughs> yeah, probably a lot. Filthy motherfuckers. See, I wonder how much buggery has occurred on it now. <laughs> yeah, it's been in his house for that long. Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh god, I'm bringing a black light the next time. So this, so this story happened at a Bed Bath and Beyond. Two men were arrested after a sex act on the store display bed in Clifton, New Jersey. Two men were arrested and charged with engaging in lewd behavior. On the display bed at a Bed Bath & Beyond. How lewd, D. <laughs> Rather lewd, but they don't go into too many sort of details here. But what's amazing, what amazes me about the story is they did it during regular business hours. What? Yeah, they just walked mm. in there and decided to fuck on the bed at like 5 p.m. Hmm. So uh, they were police officers were called after a report from a witness that two men were engaged in a sex act, like right in the middle of the store. In Ikea. In, no, in uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Bed Bath & Beyond, yeah. okay. uh, Police arrested two 28-year-old men... Uh, both were charged with lewdness, criminal mischief, and possession of marijuana. Uh, one of the suspects was charged with having an outstanding warrant. Surprise, surprise. An employee who witnessed the act uh, reported that one or both of the men uh, were actually found to be infected with scabies. Ooh. So, yeah. so uh, the, 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 Scabies is just icing on the cake. Yeah. That's an employee called the cops. Police came and apprehended them. Turns out both the guys were infected with scabies, a contagious, a contagious skin infection caused by microscopic parasites that burrows beneath the oh, skin. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. I want to burn my couch all and of a sudden. I've and, been itchy ever since I went over to Tyler's house. And the arresting <laughs> officers were actually exposed to the mites. Oh, uh. So basically, these are two gay homeless dudes yep. that just were like, let's fuck somewhere. How about Bed Bath & Beyond? There's beds there. Kids. Another Uncle Casey lesson. Um, <laughs> when you're going to bugger your uh, boyfriend in public on a couch, make sure your warrants are cleared up first. And uh, don't <laughs> no bring scabies. Bob with you. Yeah, don't bring Bob with you. Well, you uh, can't help the scabies. Tell me you haven't thought about doing that of like, hey, I've got a partner. Let's see if we can get away with it in a public place and go on like, let's go to Ikea and see if we could fuck Yeah, but during kid. regular business hours while there's people shopping, the it's man. funnier without a partner. Just fuck a pillow in there. Yeah, just go jack <laughs> off yeah. on a bed. While your yeah. girlfriend while is looking at sheets, just fuck a pillow. You know? Your girlfriend's the got the, uh, the camera out <laughs> recording. 
recording me out. But it made me think, like, how many places do you think gay homeless dudes are just like, let's go fuck? Uh, you know, I, never, I, never I, I figured they just go fucking like a dumpster or something. Like, yeah. remember that place I lived in in the Tenderloin, like right oh, down God, the street from you. Yeah, we used to throw I, a change out your window. <laughs> I remember one time I was going downstairs to go throw out some garbage, and like the dumpster was in the alley, and I was going in the alley, and there was this like you knew the crackheads when you lived in the neighborhood. You'd see them around. Yeah, there was yeah, this yeah. one like white guy. He was probably like in his twenties, but really skinny, toothless, and just a meth addict. We're just getting like just buggered by this big black homeless Damn. guy. He's just fucking the shit out of him right by the dumpster. And I walk over there with my garbage bag and I'm like, uh. And then like the dude just kind of like looks over at me. I was like, what the fuck are you looking at? You want some? And I was like, no, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to garbage yeah, here. Yeah, just go so, back. Uh, it's fine. Did the emasculation <laughs> help with your spank bang? That's the question. Well, As you, you know, beat off violently to that I just stood in, there and scenario. just jacked off watching him. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing about yeah. it is that the white guy was just smoking crack or meth or whatever while he was getting buggered. What? <laughs> nice. <laughs> San Francisco. That was this area? The Tenderloin. Tenderloin, San Francisco. It's, it's normal. I, I, the I used to live there too. Yeah, and uh, I tell you, the, the tranny prostitutes there, they get oh, picked yeah. up and you just see a head bobbing up and down. And yeah. I, I'd always be like, that's a dude. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they I should were, tell them. <laughs> the tranny prosties. Those tranny prosties are really territorial too. Like if a regular prostie walked over there, mm -hmm. there'd be like a fight. In all honesty, though, war. I used to have to walk the six pound dog in the TL, and sometimes late at night, I got to know all the tranny prostitutes because it was the same so ones you get, like, out in front of my house all the time. They loved my dog. Did you get free hand jobs, and uh, they were really nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you had the dog. It, it, but it was nice to know somebody on the street. I, you know, I'm always worried about getting stabbed. Like, come on, be quick. Let's go. We got to get back inside. Did you ever see the midget prosty? No. There's a midget prosty that, that frequented the area. I don't know if she's still out there. But she or he? She. She was a, she's a little dwarf. Yeah. I've always had the midget fantasy. Yeah. I, I want to hold those little chubby ankles upside down. Just the upside down blowjob is something well, I've always dreamt of. Much like Donald Trump giving me a hand job, a little midget <laughs> hand make my yeah. dick look so much larger. Just yeah. orange. Yeah. Be fine. <laughs> the thing is, uh, is that an Oompa Loompa fantasy? Could you hold a midget up for an entire blowjob? I don't know if I have the strength, you know? <laughs> So the, I get tired playing Nintendo Wii. <laughs> the officers here were treated uh, actually for uh, contamination. That that just sucks about police officers. I always felt bad for them. Like in the Tenderloin when they bust a junkie. I never felt bad for them. Yeah, Come but on, they had to like fun. stick their hands fun. in pockets. There's probably hypodermic needles yeah, in those pockets. Mm. I want to hear a cop talk about the report afterwards and say, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Because <laughs> <laughs> cops always just, have the, oh my God, four But could you imagine, like, I would have been like, I didn't sign up for this, dude. I'm not going to detach two gay men. Oh, but you did. You know, yeah, you like did. they're currently sodomizing each other on a bed at Bed Bath & Beyond. Guys fucking it's got to be better than bullets flying at you. Come on, that's like a fucking cakewalk. Oh, God, you're gonna go home to your wife. Would you just like tear gas them down? Just Probably. fucking, ta I just taser both of them. So what was the discount on the bed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know uh, they actually <laughs> said uh, out of an abundance of caution. The incident-related merchandise and display was immediately pulled from the floor and discarded. So you could probably go on Craigslist yeah, and find it. Yeah, you probably go to Craigslist. Yeah. New Jersey Craigslist. Get it for like 100 bucks. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, people, send your story. Sickroundpodcast.hotmail.com. Uh, we have phone calls coming up next. But first, here's another word from Adam and Eve. You can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. 
Just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free. Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all. Oh, no. We'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E. That's DIDDLE at adamandeve.com. So got a few phone calls to get to. People call the Sigaron hotline 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call we got here is from a guy who got a hooker off a of Craigslist. What? How many, how many times have you done that? Oh, I have not done that. That's what Bumble's for. <laughs> <laughs> you ever done that, Casey? Uh, it depends on the price, you know. Casual encounters? Casual encounters. Roses. <laughs> speaking Greek. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. This guy got a hooker off a of Craigslist. Hey, what's going on, D? Harrison, this is uh, Joey Mobile out on the East Coast. It's like 9 a.m. I'm four scotches in, and I just wanted to talk about my first experience with a Craigslist hooker yesterday. Uh, Hang on, 9 a.m., four scotches in? Yeah. 9 a.m.? This guy's oh, a career alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. I, career I now alcoholic. understand the prostitute. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> you know, I hit her up. I got the pictures. Shit looked all right. I went to the house. But, man, this whore was so beat up. Nothing, look, nothing like the fucking ad. <laughs> You can tell she's paying. This is a classic bait and switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I worked at the uh, the SF Weekly making the hooker ads, mm, the pimps that. would show up and they'd bring the hookers with you, and you with them and you'd be like, oh, my God, that girl is torn up. Like, she is disgusting looking. And then uh, they'd give you a like a CD with all the pictures. And on the picture, you're like, wow, she looks like a model. Mm. Or it was like just a picture of a model. Nice. And then they would say like, "Oh yeah," and then be that girl. So I like I kind of knew that was going on, but yeah, man, but he's uh, he's getting a hooker at what nine in the morning, like it a daytime like five in the morning or yeah. something. Yeah, you're not getting the best clientele at that time. <laughs> you're on Craigslist. You're not looking for the best. <laughs> the thing is, though, what do you do at that point when you show up at the house and she doesn't look at all like the picture, like a, like a Bumble date? You could just be like, "Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom," and then just climb out you the window and get the fuck out. <laughs> Run away and <laughs> down the fucking street. Yeah, but it's different when you're in this situation. Like we had a guy on the show that I work with that goes to a couple brothels in the valley. Mm-hmm. And he said he was really nervous the first time he showed up because he had heard, he read on some forums, that you show up and it's like a 13 year old Mexican girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like. And that's a problem? <laughs> well, and if you don't want to do it, they're not going to let you leave. Oh. And so, so you're obligated to fuck a 13-year-old. Or, or pay him off or whatever. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, But in so. this situation, it sounds like this guy just went to the woman's house. I would have been like, yeah, to pull the Zoidberg. Mm-hmm. He had a donation. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do what I got to do, right? Yeah. He's a man. That's a heterosexual man. Part of a dirty-ass bed, like completely not upscale. And uh, fucking uh, her kid walks in. She's like, kind of walks in. I'm falling asleep in her mom. And she's just like, oh, mommy's at work. And walks away. It's like half an hour, oh, out, an hour, man. and chick's all busted up. She has to want some drugs to finish. I already failed a drug test this morning, so I can't fucking do more drugs. I already failed one. 
she wanted to give me my fucking money back. I was like, yo, you just paid for the half an hour. I'll take my other half back. I'll leave. I had to threaten to beat her, fucking break her nose Jesus. in front of her 10-year-old daughter. God, it was man. a bad experience, but it just uh, seemed like a sick and wrong story, so I thought I'd call and share. Uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Harrison, best of luck in rehab, doggy. I can't wait till you come back. What kind of listeners do you have on the show? I do declare. I love how this guy is like, yeah, I almost had to beat her face and break her nose right in front of her 10-year-old daughter. Harrison, best of luck in rehab. I hope you do well. You know, I hope Did you, you get cure your addictions. I draw, yeah. I draw the line at breaking the nose. Jesus, you know? Just dude. run. Just let her have your money. You got it. You fucked up. You she done fucked up, though. So. in the next room. Yeah. I love how this guy is like, you know, I'm going to do my business or whatever. I paid for an hour, but I only got a half hour. Why would you want a half hour with this Disgusting looking prostitute. Exactly. That seems like a long time. Yeah. I would. What I would have done. You paid for for what? Cuddling? What the fuck? Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, if you're gonna do it, maybe just like jack off on her and give her like ten bucks or something. Like, I'm not gonna pay her for a full hour. If the kid mm. watches twenty, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be the worst though. That would totally kill my boner. That's like if either would she it, had a dog in the room, would, would it? kill my boner. <laughs> the I problem don't. is the kid watches, and then that's after you gotta have a kid watch every time because you can't go back once you have that. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever like hooked up with a mom? Okay, I got a funny story. <laughs> Michigan. And uh she was kinda large. So um <laughs> like when you say kinda large, I'm just trying to get a visual here. Like three hundred? No, I'm not going that. She had a big. Nerd. We're going chubby from the bar and uh <laughs> I remember at one point I'm banging her and I got a little nauseous because there was a lot of whiskey that night. Go to the bathroom, I gotta puke, right? I got my lips as close to the toilet water as as I could possibly get to puke to not make any noise. And then kinda had to jerk a little bit while I'm puking so I wouldn't get soft. Came back in and finished, right? Pass out. She wakes up. She goes, "Oh God, oh God, it's seven a.m. Oh, my husband's up. The kids are gonna get ready for school." And then she just took off. I never saw her again. <laughs> the that was the greatest ending ever. <laughs> I remember I, uh, I hooked up with a stripper from the strip club, and uh, she she was a single mom, and she lived in a studio. Mm. And it was like, I just didn't want to deal with it. I was like, it just ruined my butt. It just ruined my, my, my arousal. Like, I was just kind of like, there's yeah. a kid in the room. It was a child. It was an infant. It was in a crib or whatever. Stop. But I was still just like, this is just weird to have a kid right here. And I'm boning the mom. And she's, she's very vocal. Like, even just like, you know, during foreplay, she's like screaming and everything. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, uh, th this is just awkward. And she's like, you want me to put the, the kid in the closet? Yeah. And I was like, sure. And so she, took the, she put the kid in the closet and shut the door, and I ended up banging her. D, without putting the kid in the closet, you're not going to raise the next generation of strippers. Come on, <laughs> you're contributing to all of society. I you just, just gave her a father figure. That's what Jesus you just Christ, man. I was just like, just stick the kid you're in the fucking some closet. You're future guys. Well, the kid doesn't know better. He's sleeping anyway, you know? But I just wonder, like, if you're a 10-year-old kid, and your mom's a whore. She's she's a prostitute. What's going through your head? Like, what do you think? That's I, your norm. I, I, I don't right? know. Like, if you've grown up around it, you're not aware of like anything else. You know, I, I have no idea. Like, I don't know. Were, he said that like he walked out. Sorry, the kid walks out and says like, "Oh, okay, you're working," and leaves. <laughs> like, hey, I Charles guess... Manson has a great story about that, right? <laughs> 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 on that note um well good luck with the uh the the craigslist hookers i think it's probably a good idea to go to a like a reputable site um you know there's what? like adult friend finder and some Cra other ones craigslist a uh, little, little late for that maybe 
15 years ago, yeah, you know, Craigslist. Uh, but this is no, probably New Jersey. Nowadays, New Jersey, it might be normal. We there's so much more. Come on, <laughs> there's so much more people. All right, the, uh, the, the next caller poses this question that uh, I ask myself this almost every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Hmm. Well, Harrison, you've finally fucking gone into rehab. <laughs> you know, um, pretty fucked anyway, so... Uh, fair play. I, I, to be honest with you, Harrison, I didn't actually get on with you quite as well as I, I thought at the start. But you know what? You're not too bad. You're not too bad at all. But anyway, my question is to D is, you know, I've been listening now since I was 22 years old. I'm about 33 now. And I, I just want to know why the fuck you still do this podcast. <laughs> you know? I agree. Like, I, I, I ask him that all the time. I know. I, I ask myself this all the time. It's funny to me, to me when I hear uh, callers call in and be like, you know, I started listening to the show when I was 14. I'm 24 now. I'm about to get married. And it's like they moved on with their life. <laughs> you know, it's you? like, yeah, yeah. And this, this guy is 22. He's 32. He probably like, I don't know, graduated with his MBA. You know, this guy seems like a really smart fellow. He's probably already on his uh, third kid. And it's like, yeah, I don't know why. I think the reason is a young D. Simon said to the rabbi when he was just a boy, just a lad, he said, Papa, someday I'm going to be on the radio. And he said that over and over, and then he graduated from college, and then he went and he worked for Rampage Radio, and he, <laughs> he played death metal from 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. <laughs> uh, for meth addicts, basically. And for like five years. And I remember that show yeah. quite well. I did quite a bit of meth at that show. Um and then afterwards, uh, he started the podcast because he's living the dream, people. He's living the fucking living dream. Living the dream. I think it's like living the the uh, the, the compulsion, you know, yeah. <laughs> the unhealthy compulsion to do radio. Let me ask you, do you enjoy doing the show? Like, is this no. fun no, for you? No, no, no this is no. awful. No, no, no. Like, I don't even like having you guys in my house. Uh, like, I, I didn't want yeah. this to happen. Yeah, I just enough. have to do it. I will say but, something <laughs> positive about Sick and Wrong, right? I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm, I'm constantly, I'm a graphic designer. I got to sit in front of my computer sometimes 12 hours a day. I need audio to keep me entertained. I listen to the Stern Show. I love the Artie Lang Show. I like Corolla, whatever. I listen to a lot of amateur podcasts, and you just listen to dopes talking about horse shit. At least this show makes me fucking laugh. I belly laugh <laughs> because it's the most ridiculous fucking horse shit you'll ever fucking hear. And the fact that the audience is small is the beauty of it. If the show ever got popular, you had to tone it down. It would be terrible. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't really imagine if we had to tone it down. Jesus, Joseph anyway, Mary. The dude uh, has more to say here. Honest to fuck. Like, I would have given up after like show 35. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's right. Wonder, like, why the fuck do you still do it? You know, what motivates you, D, to, to do this fucking podcast weekend? Seriously. Weekend, yeah. On a Friday, I finish work, you're hanging, I'm going to go home and I'm going to fire up my laptop and fucking, you know, do this podcast. 
and and, and yeah. sir, he he works on it too. He he, he has notes printed in front of him. He's got a little <laughs> no, pen. There, he's on like his table. Preparation. Yeah. Like I was, you know, he's like wearing his Rachel today. Maddow glasses, reading his, uh, you know, a couple notes. hours today. I was like going through and finding stories. Oh, I got to go through phone, phone calls, and then I got to edit the show yeah, and post. Yeah. It. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a labor uh, of love, but it's a lot of work. Maybe a labor of hate. You do it for the audience because you love and appreciate your. You know, you know everything nowadays being digital i could just imagine in the year 4000 some archaeologist digs this show up for <laughs> <laughs> some future people listen to see what happened in the 20 and 21st century well, <laughs> just like, yeah. what was wrong with people <laughs> I, I think with me it's, it's like taught in colleges <laughs> i think it's kind of like what you said it's like you know when i was a kid I saw uh, what was what was uh, inspirational for me. It was Howard Stern is a big inspiration, me too. but also uh, talk radio. You ever see that that Oliver Stone movie with Eric Bogosian? Oh yeah, yeah, classic. I saw that when I was a kid. I was like, I don't know, what, eleven something, ten or eleven. I saw that that movie, and I was just like blown away. I'm like, God, I want to do that with my life. That's exactly what I want to do. So I went to school, got a degree in broadcast communications. You know, thinking this was going to be like my career. Dude, fucking radio, radio doesn't died. pay shit. It, it, it died. It's it died. a sad, failing medium. It's, it died. It's died. It, it died yeah. in our generation. It died. Ba- basically, our- what shows you about radio is they can replace. You can run a radio station with Jack FM. You don't even need a oh, DJ yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, you don't. And it's people don't give a shit because people don't mm. care about radio. And, you know? and it's so cutthroat, too. It's the most cutthroat yeah, industry yeah. ever. And, you, you know, know, I had a few opportunities. I did, uh, you know, radio in Chicago for a little bit. San Francisco, I almost got on the bone, but some girl, like, ended up, like, she has tits. They'd much rather have her on the air than me. And so, yeah, I ended up uh, doing Rampage Radio for a few years, which was just a complete and utter waste of Sometimes, time. Sometimes, no, I think back to Rampage. What if social media existed at the time we did Rampage? Good fucking Lord. I, I try to explain Rampage Radio to some people. People, and they think I'm lying or exaggerating, and I it's a it's a hard thing to explain. Well, I could have. Could you imagine if you had like face Facebook Live? Oh then? my god! If you could have seen what was going, because I mean, dude, we had. Uh, I remember one episode. Were you there with the girl that, that had sex with the Rottweiler? Boom and Bob. the girl that fucked the Rottweiler. Were no, you there that time? I did not see she that. came in. I uh, dude, this girl was was I wacky. can't describe the show to you. Yeah, she comes in and like I forget what band was there at the time because we always interviewed bands. So we had a band S- there, some death metal band from Cleveland. It that smelled like shit. Or and like we had a, a watch or so they black metal steal or CDs, something. Yeah, you know? and so this like band sitting there, and then this girl shows up, this stripper, because I kind of knew her from the strip club. She shows up with this like fucking huge black guy. And uh, yeah, she had been making videos where she was getting fucked by a Rottweiler. I did not. I was not and there so for that night. She ends up like going on the table, getting naked, doing a full dildo show, and like everyone's just like, "What the fuck?" And Bob Madigan starts like trying to get his dick sucked, and then he lights his pu- he lights his pubes on fire. Yeah, I know. I mean, the, the whole thing was insane. It was. Nuts. I bet you if we had like. You know, at, at the time, I thought this is my vehicle to success. Yeah, uh, obviously, it I was, was mistaken. Yeah, it was and so, so then uh, I ended up stopping that because I realized, you know, I listened to uh, Ricky Gervais's podcast and I was like, God, I could do this myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I started doing Sick and Wrong, and you know, I enjoyed Sick and Wrong for I don't know a year, maybe. You guys were early. <laughs> no, you guys were early. You were early. You were yeah, before no, Corolla. Yeah, 2006. We yeah. were uh, definitely the genesis of podcasting. So you just hate yourself that much that you're willing to go through the agony of this show week in, week out. Yeah, just so I think, you feel I think it's, part, it's part this of a self-loathing version. thing. It's like, this is yeah. your version of cutting. It's like when it you is, make a this joke. This is my version of cutting. <laughs> yeah. That's a good description of it. Right, yeah, cool. it's like this is like a self-loathing thing for me. At the same time, 
you know, I still just, I want to do radio. And it's like, I'm not going to get a commercial radio job. No, and never, this is the closest never, thing I, I will do. But I'm also one of those dudes that always has to have a project. Yeah. Like, I need something well, I going on. Yeah. So it's like, I need something in my life. Because other than that, I'd probably just like, you know, smoke weed all day and maybe shoot heroin. I was thinking fetal position in the shower, weeping. Well, I do that anyway. Well, that's my Monday. I do that anyway. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll do the show. It's definitely been a little more difficult with Harrison because the dude is like very unpredictable compared to Wackerly. Because Wackerly hated doing the show, but you know that guy's going to show up. It yeah. might be a surly fucking old git, but he was going to show up. But Whereas Harrison's attitude, I think, was the comedy of it all. The fact he didn't want to be here was funny. Uh, an enthusiastic whacker would not have been funny. No, he wouldn't have. <laughs> Whereas Harrison, though... You never know. He might not show up. And he might, like, you know, call you, like, five hours later and just, like, I'm in the hospital because I got stabbed in the pancreas or something. You know, you never know what's, what's going on with that guy. So, I mean, it makes life interesting. But, yeah. yeah but do, do we really make money from this? No. Yeah. <laughs> do we well, have a lot of fans that, hey, that uh, hey, contact hey, us? Hey, yeah, we do. All 12 of you out there, mostly in Germany, buy a fucking T-shirt, you fucking cheap <laughs> bastards. Buy a fucking shirt. But that, that's the one thing about this show, though. We do have a devoted following. Oh, well, there you go. And we, we do. I mean, we get you know, thousands of downloads every week. And, and we have a lot of, lot of emails and calls from people, which I appreciate it. Someday, D will call on you to commit murder. Yeah. Once I get the cold started. That's right. All right. Or stoned or whatever. You know, I, I just don't, I don't get, I don't get why you're still doing this after like 570 <laughs> Oh, we're still on this guy? We already went yeah. over this. It's just, it's craziness. Absolute craziness. But anyway, I'm pretty fucking stoned. And anyway, Harrison. You go to, you go to your rehab. I hope you do well, but you're a fucking quitter, man. You're a fucking quitter, <laughs> you know. You go to rehab, you're a quitter. You know. I'm not going to touch like, a man no, in rehab. I'm just yeah. not. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not rehab is for quitters, though. Okay, but I, I, I am going to tell the secret. The, a, a witch trapped D's real father in a piece of wood, and he has to do this podcast. <laughs> Till the end of time to keep his father's soul alive. Yeah. All right, now you know. That's a, that, that's, so we can go to Jew heaven. Honestly, I, I, honestly, I didn't think it to you too well, but you're all right. You're all right. This Absolutely. guy's so wasted. Yeah. yeah. He's wasted. Or he's just British. No, he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Scottish. James McAvoy needs to shut the fuck up. Fucked. I think Bye. it's pretty funny. Yeah. This guy should become a regular caller. Call call back in, sir. Well, you know he this. called back. It's a part two. It's oh, short. It's part two. Oh, awesome. I was, I was just thinking, that the way I ended that last call was a bit, was a bit gay. But I was, gay. I was just wondering, is it gay if you've got your cock up a guy's ass right to the balls, right? No, sir. That's while not you're gay. reaching around and you've got four fingers up his ass. No, that's not gay. Hang on. And he's like yanking. Wait, hold, no, hold on a second. Hold on a You got your dick in the guy's ass up to the balls. Yeah. And, and then you also have four fingers in there? Yeah. Maybe you meant like you're reaching around and then. Yeah, he said like, reach around. Like, oh, wait, you have four fingers in your in, ass. In your, uh, that's the only way that no, makes sense. No, but he sense. said his ass. Oh. Yeah, but that doesn't work. 
Well, he must uh, be drunk. Yeah. He doesn't understand so how he sodomy means, like, works. His own, his own, I feel like he means his own eyes. Sir, it's not gay if you're screaming faggot the whole time. <laughs> yep. And you're doing it violently. That's science. So wait, he's yeah, got four science. fingers in his ass while he's got his dick in another yeah. guy's ass. All right. Is that gay? That's, kind of, a, that's kind of a train. Is that, is that gay? No, 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 it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Are you enjoying I wasn't it? kissing him, though, so it's fine. He That's wasn't. Okay, he wasn't kissing him, so it's fine. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I think in Scotland that's just a handshake, yeah, yeah, right? In Scotland, yeah. I think that's just what happens after, you after, you've, after you've drank some scotch up or there. Or do they some... drink Killian's Red? Is that <laughs> Killian's? The beer that they no, yeah. they drink. Uh, I can't think of the name of the beer. We had a lot of it when we were there. Those guys fucking drink a lot. Really? Oh I my! I wouldn't think so. Well, have you seen their women? I'm kidding, have yeah. you seen their women? Well, you have. You drink a lot, and they have to forget that they're still owned by the English. I think. They, I think they get so drunk that they can forget about that and also forget that they got their dick in some dude's ass and four fingers up their own ass. Yeah. And they wear dresses. The whole fucking country is a gut bunch of trannies. But it makes it a lot easier to fuck each other, to, to bugger each other because you just lift up the skirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's quite uh, quite normal. Anyway, uh, thanks for calling in yeah. and uh, bringing up my uh, my own personal sadness of mm. my life. I, I like uh, this guy. Yeah, like it's great. Very uplifting. All right, last call we got here is about Japanese strip clubs. There's actually another uh, another story I was reading about in my research about strip clubs in Japan. It's research. Uh, research? So there was this one story that I read where they had, like, uh, you could go to, you could go to, uh, like, watch, like, live shit happening on stage. So you could go up on stage and, like, do stuff with the strippers. And, uh, you can. like, I guess. I've been to Japan. Can you do that? No. It's the same. It's the same as here. So wait, he's saying you, there's like live sex shows. We have live the, sex shows. Uh, we had at Mitchell at Brothers. Uh, Mitchell Brothers, Will Ferrell. Yeah, but yeah. you can't participate. Right? Yeah, you can't participate. And in Amsterdam, there's in live Amsterdam, sex shows. Yeah, there's live sex shows, and they get you up on stage to do something. Oh, but I know. Oh wait, like, you can actually have sex. No, you with don't the girls? have sex with them, but they they like tie you up or something like that, and they'll eat a banana and spit. the Oh banana wait, the banana bar. Yeah. I was at that place. Yeah. You went there? Yeah, I went there. Yeah, they they do. They like grab you on. Yeah, they, they but that's. I don't think you actually get to fuck them. No, we didn't get to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... I remember one girl took a banana and just shoved it in her pussy and then went to each. It was me and like three dudes. And like we had to all bite a piece of the banana uh, until it got down to the very end. I would not bite a banana, dude. No, I was just like, I'm not down with this. Uh, and she's like, come on. And I forget what nationality she was, but she was offended that I wouldn't bite this disgusting banana that my, my, my boys have been biting. Jesus. Like my buddies have all been biting this banana that's shoved in this like stripper's pussy. Well, I love the fact that he says research. Is he writing a book or is it just like he uses it to go out to the strip clubs? And it's like, I'm doing research. I'm really just going to the rippers. I think he's just a pervert. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah I think cool. he's just a pervert. He's what a, happened was, no matter what goes on, like, so that you can, like, pay for whatever you want to do after you can get a hand job or a blow job or whatever, and then, uh, or also just have sex with them. But then, uh, I guess there was this old guy, so this guy was writing a blog post about how there was this old guy that went on stage to go have sex with one of the strippers, and he, like, couldn't get it up, and so he gets apologizing to the audience, but, like, you're not supposed to be a dick when, like, there's somebody else up on stage trying to, like, give you a show. So they just cheer you on, and they try and make everybody fall into the ass. And he just couldn't get it up, and he couldn't perform. So he felt really ashamed. So he settled for having the girl like suck on his big toe or something, 
That's like the shittiest. Can you picture a shittier job than that? That's like a good thought experiment. Can you picture a shittier job than being a stripper in Japan having to suck on a whole Japanese dude's toes? Anyways, that's all. Later, guys. It was probably a porno, and, and they, they thought it was... You know, thought it was real yeah. or something. I will tell you one thing about Japan, though, okay? When you walk around the streets of Japan and Tokyo, they spot the, the American that had a few cocktails in them, and old ladies come up to you, and they grab your hand. They start holding your hand. They walk with you, and you're like, Why? what the? They hold your hand. They walk you into a building. And they walk you up to a bar. You sit down at the bar, and they start serving you free drinks. You start drinking. Then you turn around, and they bring a parade of young girls out, and you get to pick which one you want to fuck. And I was wow. like, ah. so wait, is that a madam? It like happened the over and over and over. Did you <laughs> to bang a mutual one? Friend of ours. I did not. I did not participate. Why did you bang one? I did not participate. I was like, what the fuck? Were you too scared? Or you nervous? I was like, what was going on? <laughs> I, I was I was doing fine without paying for it. You know what I mean? I didn't. Have, yeah. And I was like, what the hell? All I'm wait, saying wait. is when your car's broken down, you go to a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, but, that makes yeah. sense. I, you know, but, but wait, I wait. Was, I was 100% you... amused by an old lady holding my hand, leading me into a building. I was 100% amused by the free drinks. And I was 100% amused by like the sad looks on all these little Japanese girls' and faces have have while they stared at me. Yeah, And then I left every time. <laughs> they let you leave. Yakuza didn't try to like cut your dick off? I saw the Yakuza and I left. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. The Yakuza were actually really cool. They were at all the Pachenko places. You saw wow. them standing there. And so, do you have to say that, that the Yakuza were really cool? They were really yeah. fucking cool. Okay, I didn't know how to fucking cash my uh, little weird tokens to get real money. And the Yakuza guys like ha- held my hand, took me to the place, and to the cashier to like, get my real money. So wait, did the Yakuza guy hold your hand and take Best you into a room no, too? It is a room full of boys. They do that a lot when you can't speak Japanese. Okay, but we had a mutual friend that drank way too goddamn much, right? We get lured into this building. We go into the building and our mutual friend is so wasted he can't see straight and he's drinking whiskey, drooling and I'm sitting there, I'm the adult and this guy is, uh, I don't know, D, what, a hundred pounds more than us? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's uh, like an overgrown hair Harry Potter. Yes. So he looks and, like, yeah. uh, uh, he's drinking. I'm drinking. The madam brings the ladies out. I'm giggling, drinking my free drinks, laughing, right? It was Jägermeister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I go, time to go. We get lost in the building. And we have to run past the door with all the girls in there like three times to get out. Because we can't. Because oh, you couldn't, you couldn't figure your way out. Way. Oh, my God. <laughs> None of the signs made sense. And we're run- I'm dragging this like lug with me. <laughs> no, I mean, this, this dude's like six foot five. And he looks like he Harry Potter and growth hormone. Yeah. And yeah. when he gets wasted, uh, he's uh, a mess. But they have opium in some of the drinks over there. Legally. And we were drinking the opium drinks. I stopped at two because I knew I had to get home some way, shape, yeah. or form. He did not. He oh, was so just, he was wasted. That sounds like the best Scooby-Doo episode I yes. think I'd ever seen. <laughs> I, the wits about me were, I knew I had to find like the house symbol on the subway to get home. <laughs> it looked like a house. <laughs> I, that's how I go. So wait a second. As an American, though, did you do all right? Like trying oh to hook God. up the Japanese oh girls? Oh, my fucking What's the deal? God. I mean, There's like, a place it, called Rapungi, okay? And, and, the, and the U.S. service people used to go there. I had two Japanese girls punching each other because they wanted to talk to me. 
What, what's the deal? Do they speak English? Yeah, I mean, how yeah, do you... everyone speaks English. The whole, the whole so time. you just went over there, you the, see an American. Is, is, is worse in some places and better. And uh, some of the cashiers, if you ask them, like, how much do you owe me? They'll giggle because they're embarrassed with their English. And then when they do talk, it's better than most people in Detroit. Like, <laughs> their English is like the Queen's English. You're like, oh, I understand exactly what you're saying. Did you make her wear, like, a schoolgirl outfit? There was a few schoolgirl outfits. I'm like, nice. Why? Nice. I have a sudden urge to go to Japan. I don't know why. Yeah, I want to check out. Actually, it's I want to check out Japan. Expensive as fuck. I heard That's right now, I'm though. I, you know, I heard right now, like uh, flights are really cheap. To get flights there, may be cheap, but but the the they city itself. They charge you in downtown Tokyo ten dollars. Oh, it was ten dollars an hour fucking over 10 years ago to sit on the bar ten dollars an hour to sit in the seat the seat the sit in, a, in a bar you have to pay 10, 10 bucks Jesus yeah. Christ it's crazy do you yeah. get a special if you drink like a hot no there's no special you get your, you get your check and you're like okay I had four drinks it's probably around 30 dollars and then there's an extra <laughs> like an extra surcharge yeah, cause you sat down yeah, God. Here, here you have to tip anyway so just consider that you're oh yeah there's no tip. tips yeah so the dude wants to know is there a worse job than having Probably to be a stripper not. and sucking an old guy's But toe. that job you doesn't did, exist. Yeah, but I, I think, think the worst job would be the guy that has to clean the stage. Mm, eh, yeah. That's going to suck. At the end of the night, somebody's got to go up there, some woman or man or whatever, and has to wash the stage yeah, of all the uh, secretions. There was some scientific study, and they came up with the worst job was crack whore. But <laughs> actually, the really worst job is assistant crack whore. Assistant crack or where, where's podcast host? <laughs> oh, it's like a, on, just <laughs> on a podcast Shut that no one just, listens to. Anyway, people call Sick Wrong Hotline 323-522-4032. We got one email to Sigron Podcast Hotmail.com. Came in from Phil. He says, D, just listen to five six nine, it gave me a chill. I've been listening since episode number one, thanks to the shitting elephant. Spare old icon. I remember that. I remember when Bob Madigan went into rehab and how his story ended. I wish Harrison nothing but the best. He is a large dragon to slay. I hope his trajectory is not the same as Bob's. Yeah, hopefully not. Can I say something about Bob's rehab after you get done with the letter? All right, let me, let me get through here. I think the true test for addicts is not rehab itself, but their new substance-free life following it. That's true. By the way, fucking I, fag. <laughs> by the way, I still miss Wackily, and I regularly listen to the archives. You guys had history and chemistry that's just that just fucking worked. I like Harrison, but no one will replace the Wack Man. Thanks for the years of entertainment. P.S. I'm a Michigander, so your occasional references to Michigan and your conversations with Steel resonate with me. Petoskey stones, pasties, oh, yeah. all uh, the best Coney, to Harrison. Lafayette Coney Island. I don't know, <laughs> fucking Michigan fag. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> That's sweet of him. He's no, that was that was nice. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. No, he's got he gets the Michigan connection. We do we do have a little Michigan uh, asides in here. We probably got a little accent too. We're probably I, I trying. Don't know if I do. Oh yeah, there you're not tooting there. But I never grew. I, hear, I never I like. Hear, oh yeah, there. Yeah, but I was never born there. there. Yeah, so but you, like, we all do. Yeah, right? I mean, you got a Midwest. We thing talk going faster on. than California people. But yeah, I'm going to say something home. about uh, uh, Bob Madigan. So Bob Madigan, right? I knew him from Rampage Radio. The guy. What I didn't realize at the time was wasted every time I met him. Oh, yeah. He got out of rehab, and he talked like Barney once he got sober on The yeah. Simpsons. It was the most bizarre. He had almost an English accent. He was it, articulate. It was it, it was, was uncanny. Startling. Like, startling. I remember uh, I, I was invited to uh, his birthday party by his wife, and so I show up with the some high life. The one-legged wife? <laughs> <laughs> I, showed up, I showed up with some high life, and I get in there, and, and Bob's just like, 
hey d how's it going yeah i'm not drinking anymore and i was just like dude i can understand you what's going on here apparently i had been sober for like eight months oh my god it was like a night and day change i did not realize every time i saw him he was wasted Dude, do you remember like the color of his skin? Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like a grayish green. Gray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. like it. He just looked so unhealthy. He did an experiment where he didn't bathe for a year. Yeah, he didn't bathe for a, a year. year. That, that guy smelled worse than anything I've ever smelled. He went that's on stage. The reason you can't smell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that's yeah. why. Yeah, I lost my olfactory. Covered sense. in raw meat and lit his pubes on fire on stage. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. thing is with Bob Madigan, though, whatever you say, but I think that guy had like. A great soul, like that was a that guy was just well, a stand up guy. Say that you're still alive, yeah, but, be a piece of shit. No, I I miss that dude because like we, although sometimes he pissed me off when he'd light his pubic hair on fire when I had like a, you know a bunch of people in the studio, but deep down inside he was a good guy. I'll good tell you heart. what though, uh, I don't know if anyone out there can find it, but his band Fluff Girl, okay, I love Captain Beefheart and I love Frank Zappa. It's great fucking music. Nah, Fluff Girl was good. It was good. It was music. like the Melvins meet Beefheart. That's what I always weird. thought. It was yeah. weird. Like Basie Stacy, the chick that played bass was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that weird guy that played theremin was fucking great. Like yeah, the it was, band a, it was, was good. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great band. And Bob would like light his head on fire. It was, it was amazing. He surrounded himself with genius musicians that like kind of took the took the reins, you know, when he was on stage. And they let him right. But they also never knew what he was going to do. Yeah, they didn't know what you know? he was going to do, but that, they, they the, play great. You can find YouTube videos. It's Fluff, F-L-U-F-F, Girl, G-R-R-L. Okay. Fluff Girl. Yeah, yeah, there's some YouTube videos. Anyway, people email the show, sickrunpodcast.com. Uh, iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Boost us, uh, boost exposure for the show. Do you guys actually listen to podcasts through iTunes? I do. Yeah, I, I listen to the website. Uh, uh, God, you fucker! <laughs> I like your website. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, iTunes is the best way to support the show because you can just go there and search and yeah, leave I've a got comment. the podcast app or whatever it is. Oh yeah, that's family. right. Yeah. See, that's why I like Tyler. I'm, I'm this guy, a stand-up I guy. I don't want anyone to listen to this fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> also, as Casey said before, go buy a t-shirt, sigrongpodcast.com slash store. And finally here, Sigrong Song of the Week. Do you know Metallica is performing with Lady Gaga at the Grammys? What? Do you know that? No, I didn't. Why? Talk oh. about like losing all metal integrity. They, they haven't had it in 20 yeah, years, but come on. But anyway, can I, I say one thing that might be a little controversial? Nigga, please. I used an A. Use what? An A. An A. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, please. Um, Metallica I, Grammys. I actually got a ticket for their after party you told at me the about Palladium. That. Yeah, so they're doing an after party at the Grammys at Palladium at like uh, 10 o'clock after the Grammys. So I got a ticket for that tomorrow night. And I'm wondering because Metallica's been doing these secret shows around town. Like they play the Fonda. Yeah. Sold yeah, out. Yeah. It sold out in seconds. It was one of the Palladium, which is a kind of a large venue. Yeah. Also sold out in like a minute. Right. Like, not even a minute. It's like seconds. As soon as you They're look in. It's a stadium tickets, band. Yeah. Like know, tickets were, weren't even on sale. But I heard at the Fonda show, they just played a set of old songs. Really? So yeah. See, so I'm hoping tomorrow yeah. night, it's just like, you know. That is pretty. They're cool. gonna That's play, yeah. Cool, they're right. gonna play a lot of a lot of old music. But it's funny because I was talking to, I was stoked after I got these tickets. They weren't cheap, like a hundred bucks a piece. But uh, it's Metallica, and it's, it's gonna, at the Palladium, it's which is gonna be kind of amazing. Yeah. But anyway, I was like, all stoked after I got it. I worked with this young guy, and this young guy's like, enjoy your dad rock band. Oh, <laughs> and I was just like, dad rock, dude. They're not. They're, yeah, well, maybe they are dead rock, yeah. actually. 
<laughs> they are. They're all dads. Well, <laughs> they, they, they do kind of like they're what? Like Slayer 50? and Happy Dad Rock, right? Well, that, Carrie King doesn't have kids. Slayer, we can still have something. I guess. I don't know. Mm. Although Tom Mariah's on Twitter calling people snowflakes, so uh, yeah, maybe not. I still but love them. Anyway. I hope they play this song tomorrow night, Whiplash, from oh, one of my yeah. favorite records, Kill 'Em All, 1983. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, yeah, it's a classic song. You know, uh, Whiplash was actually the favorite song of uh, Kurt Cobain. Really? Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, it was. Whatever happened to him? Oh, Kurt Cobain. Know. I think yeah. he's a uh, fat. Spoiler he's, alert. Yeah. I think he's living in like somewhere in Nevada now. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. not sure. Faked his death. Anyway, we're gonna end the show here with Whiplash, one of my favorite Metallica songs from Kill 'Em All. Hopefully, they play it tomorrow. I hope night. they play So What. That would be that would be amazing they if they did that. So I well. doubt it. Yeah, as long as they don't play anything off the black album and and all the albums that came afterwards. Uh, I can hear a few black albums. Ah, maybe. Uh, stop it. If they album. do Saint Anger, I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. I'm leaving. Anyway, they're gonna play it. Anyway, thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Casey, for uh, hosting the show. Thank tonight. you, D. It's been thank a you for blast. Having us. That was yeah. awesome. Of you. People will be back next week with episode uh, five seventy one. Till then, take it sleazy.
you know, for some reason though, Emma Watson, like when I look at her, and I know this probably defies your expectations, but I think she has like a big roast beef looking pussy. Like you know, I just I don't know why. Like I look at no, dude, Emma Watson. I bet you it has like a ver- like a hanging out pussy, like dangling labia. Oh, I'll let you know if I have. What <laughs> <laughs> would you be turned off? Are you turned off by that? I'd still fuck her. Well, that's I think most guys is like they don't give a shit. It's like if she has a weird looking pussy, I'm fine with that. I don't really like, give a shit. Yeah. But like my friend uh, Joe Kelly, who uh, has been on the show a few times, tattoo guy, um, he likes girls with like a big meaty vagina. Like he says that's his thing. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Each to their own. I'm not here to judge. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, if, have you ever done that though? Like gone down on a girl and been like, wow, she's got some weird looking labia. They're like kind of gray, kind of purple. Yeah, I, I've seen that out. before. But it, I did feel it like deter guys you? Don't care. No, I don't, it, I don't it, really it's, care. You have that knee jerk reaction of just, oh, I wasn't ready for that. And then, all right, fine. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm like, I'm still gonna go down. If there's like pus, then I'm gonna then, be concerned. Gonna raise, if there's uh, like yeah, a right cottage cheese like discharge, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> right, have you ever? De- are you into like big dangling labia, like a roast beef looking thing? I, I always hear this thing about ugly pussies or whatever. Like people have fucking plastic surgery on their vaginas or whatever. I've never looked at a pussy and thought it was ugly. Like what the fuck? Oh, I, I got some pictures. No, I don't want to. You guys want to see some pictures? No, 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 <laughs> I think I sent you something. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like, blue waffle. <laughs> you sent me the. Uh, the one-legged woman thing video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. good. Yeah. Did you see that? Send that one to you. No. Some like she was stumping this dude. Oh, like God. her knee in this guy's ass. Well, not knee or stump. Yeah, stump. Yeah, yeah. Right up the guy's ass. Yeah. yeah. Stumps Talk are, about erection. Stumps are gross. Anyway, all right. Let's keep going. 